everybody, and we're live. Welcome to Talking Trek Live. I am your host, Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Super-duper exciting things are on the horizon, both in real life and in our game life. Yeah, right before we started airing the show, we were talking a little bit about SpaceX, and we're nerds, right? So everything related to space excites us. We're excited about it. We'll talk about that a little bit coming up. Welcome into the show. I would like to find out who is here to get your nerd on. Who's here to get their learn on? Who's here to expand their mind? Expand your horizons. Let's open up those big old brains that you guys got, and let's see what we can talk about and learn today. Let's start with the server sound off. Zakara leads us off today with 136. Welcome from server 136. Captain Carnage on 14. Jerry Ryan, 146. I Beglin on the Panar server 32. Deuces Wild on 17. Welcome. Crazy Bob on 141. Mary Queen of Wolves on server 147. Welcome to the show. Appreciate you being here. Hey, Swifty on server 31. Subotai on European server 135. Jim on the flagship server 15. Sotak on 28. Thank you for being here. Moderator Steven Zarin is live in the house with us here today. Appreciate you very much. Silent Stabber on 8. Ape on server 21. Meow server 27. Thank you for being here. Commander Taylor on the lonely server 192. Don't, we haven't forgot about you, buddy. You live, you live in our hearts. You live in the front of our minds. Hey, the professor, server 189, welcome in. Executive producer Snake Eyes is here. Welcome into the show. El Chipo says, shout out. Apex server 196, thank you for being here. Kirko on European 145, US 57. Thank you, Nostromo server 30. Captain Planets on 167. Metal on server 8. Appreciate you being here. Lieutenant Razik on 15. Patron St. Nick on 18. Hudson on 146. Wambulance on server 15. Yaya joining us from 43. Thank you. Silent Killers on 31. Talking Trek moderator the Wicked Witch is here from server 15. Bubba Joe says server 24 welcomes Ripper to the show. Chronic Break on 18. Moxavian on server 32. Moxavian, what's happening, buddy? He says he can't hear anything. Uh-oh. We're going to have to get him fixed up, somebody. Grand Vampire, 34, 12 on 22. Captain Caboose is here, server 146. Uh, JT Bob, what's up, JT? Server 156, thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, Blue Mandalorian is here as well. Ionol, am I saying that right? Ionol, thank you. That looks like a new name. Medals on server 20. Lots of new names here. Appreciate you guys so very, very much for being here. Uh, I am your host, Ultimate DJs. Would like to thank you for joining us here on this beautiful, cold, but sunshiny Wednesday afternoon. Uh, Very nice, clear skies. Ripper, as Elon and the crew over at SpaceX attempted to launch uh, Space Shuttle 10 today uh, and aborted only moments ago due to a venting error, they say, on the ground. However... This is exciting, and this is kind of unprecedented, Ripper. They actually have a launch window for three and a half more hours, and they say that they may actually try again today. I, I, can you ever imagine in the history of mankind that, that, a, that a scrubbed launch would, would attempt to re-go, would, would attempt to relaunch in the same day? Like, that's crazy, Right. That's just how innovative and how uh, intuitive, how, how much of an engineering marvel is, is, is going on over there at SpaceX, Ripper. I'm, I'm kind of blown away at it, to be honest with you. <laughs> Welcome Ripper to the show. We've missed him the last couple of days. Ripper from Ripper's Corner is here with us. Ripper, welcome. 
Welcome. Hello, people. Welcome. How's it going? It's going, man. Hope Thank you're having a beautiful day. It is. Uh, is it a is it a pretty day where you are? It's a little cold where I'm at, but I got beautiful sunshine and no, not a cloud. I don't know. It's sky. stock outside, so who knows? Oh, yeah, I guess it is. It's 9.30 in the evening time already for you. Uh, yeah, welcome, Ripper. We've missed having you here for the last couple of weeks. Thank you for being here. Uh, Blokemon says, yo, man, let's get the vernacular right. That ain't no space shuttle, man. Uh, Codename SN10, serial number 10, Snipe says. Um, yeah, so, sorry, not a shuttle. You're correct. This is, uh, by definition, Ripper, I believe that they're referring to this as a rocket. Is that correct? I believe so. That's yeah. what, uh, yeah, te- not not a shuttle, not a, not a space I mean, shuttle. I mean, it's, you know, Starship Zero number 10. So. Starship Zero 10. Serial number serial, 10. Serial number 10. Um, yeah, so, you know, I actually, I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of geeking out at the fact that he's even calling it a Starship. That's, <laughs> that's kind of awesome too, right? I mean, guys, Starships are close <laughs> like real starships and and not only that listen they've i've seen articles about this i have absolutely seen where they are starting to you know vet people they're starting to uh to talk to people about taking actual real consumer flights into space like this is a this is a thing like gosh space travel ripper space travel is it's gonna happen it's, it's gonna happen it's here it's like right around the corner it's super exciting uh, it's ugh, crazy. Yeah, you think Starship, you think Enterprise, says JD7. Listen, if anybody is going to build it, it'd be Elon, <laughs> right? I mean, Ripper, is anybody else even even halfway close to the potential and the capability of what happens in that man's mind? It, it man, I'm telling you, the dude's, uh, dude's ahead of his time. Yeah, I so be- the latest info is... They expect they can try again in two hours. They're going to try again in two hours. Two hours. They so expect. We'll see. We, we will but. see. And if it happens, if it happens, we'll cut away. And, uh, and we'll watch it. We'll bring the audio in. Just like a real live radio show. If there's breaking news, we'll bring it in. Uh, Max says Elon has had some fantastic success. He's also had some dismal failures, too. And you're not wrong. But you know what? That, you know, that's what's incredible about this guy. He has. He's you know, had he's had know, some very expensive failures, but he's turned them all around. He's figured out why. Look at look at the launch today. We've had a, a technical failure in the launch today. You think that he was going to say, "Well, okay, we'll go for our next launch window here in 60 more days." No, he's over there cracking the whip and says, "Listen, let's get it up today. Let's try it again. You got 2 hours. Fix it." You know what I say? Fair quick, try again. There there you go. Let's try it. That's how we learn, says the professor, and I agree, okay? Absolutely cool stuff happening over here, and uh, or over here, I say, but over in the state of Texas today, uh, where serial number 10, Starship serial number 10, is uh, maybe, potentially, going to try a second attempt here today. We're super excited about uh, checking that out and seeing what's going on. In the meantime, Ripper, we've got some stuff of our own to get excited about today, um, including... <laughs> including your first installment of uh, Stupid News in the last Stupid few weeks. Yes. No! Ripper. Ripper, I cannot imagine. What have you done? What have you done the last couple of weeks and you, and you have not been able to get your dose of Stupid News? Have, have you gone back and listened on podcasts? Because, you know, I've talked about you some. 
I've talked about I her. I wanted to, but then I forgot, and then it didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. That's okay. You know what? That's a great thing about podcasts. You can always go back and catch up. Snake Eyes, I had somebody message me the other day that said uh, that they were they were starting back uh, in October. They were going back to some October episodes because of some stuff we had talked about. Guys, it's, it's great. That's the beauty of a podcast. You can go back and catch anything anytime. It's awesome, Ripper. So, uh, so they're there for you if you want to go back and get them. But in the meantime, I will bring you up to date with our current uh, headlines from across the world. Uh, this one's starting up in, uh, in New York City. Starting in New York City today, a steakhouse is making headlines responding to indoor dining capacity limits by filling empty tables with celebrity wax figures. In, uh, they claim an act of defiance when they report that they're at full capacity. Uh, as opposed to real celebrities, for example, who are not made of wax but silicone instead. <laughs> uh, over in Australia, this is happening at a zoo in Australia. Uh, apparently, zookeepers arranging a private orchestra performance for an elephant, Ripper. I don't know what's going on with the elephant. I don't know if it's trying if they're trying to breed. I don't know if they if it's just, you know, like having a rough time, like maybe feeling a little depressed. But they have arranged for an entire full orchestrative performance or orchestra performance for this elephant. Some saying it's the weirdest gathering uh, elephant party since CPAC. <laughs> uh, some of you guys get that. Um Whoa. Guys, this this hurts my heart a little bit. This hurts my heart. The company that publishes Dr. Seuss's children's books is uh, is giving in, ladies and gentlemen, and saying that it's going to stop selling six of Dr. Seuss's titles because they contain, quote, racism and insensitive images. Teachers say it's wrong to make judgments based on skin color, as Dr. Seuss clearly does in One Fish, Two Fish, Redfish, bluefish, folks. I'm not making a joke. I, that is no joke. This is this is real news. This is happening in the United States of America. Redfish and bluefish are inappropriate now, and Dr. Seuss's books are being canceled. Mox Avian says that's not one of the six what? books. Oh well, that's good. I'm glad it's not. But yeah, right. Isn't it crazy? Absolutely nuts. Anyway, uh, Roomba owners, you guys have the iRobot, the the motorized robotic vacuum cleaner. Roomba owners saying, guys, listen, you may want to disconnect your Roombas from the internet if you guys have that model. Roomba owners saying an over-the-air software update this past week to their robot vacuum cleaners is causing units to act and appear drunk. (laughs) 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 The Roombas, the Roombas are drunk, everybody. Listen, I don't blame them. I don't blame him for drinking. That job really sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. In other words, they're sitting at home for hours eating day-old pizza crust off the floor. I'm sure somebody would volunteer for the job. Somebody would. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen from Tulsa, Oklahoma, she was caught orange-handed. A woman was busted for a home invasion in Oklahoma, thanks in part to Cheeto dust found in her teeth. Sharon Carr was arrested on first-degree burglary after allegedly committing the dangerously cheesy act Friday at a home in Tulsa. The woman will always be easy to catch. All cops have to do is Cheeto dust for Prince. (laughs) Uh, Up in Maine, a funeral worker has been arrested and charged with stealing a wedding ring, Hal. 
a wedding ring from a woman Whoa. who died. Yeah, according to the Portland Press Herald, 51-year-old Stuart Weston is facing felony charges after police say he stole a diamond wedding ring from 102-year-old Laura Wood. Weston was arrested after police obtained video evidence of him selling the ring to Maine Gold and Silver in South Portland. The funeral home told the Press Herald that it terminated Weston's employment after learning of the alleged theft. Uh, wondering if this thief tried to even, you know, say it was a different ring. I mean, he could have could have been like, no, it's not the same one. It, I know, this one's a dead ringer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Pakistan. <laughs> Pakistan is in the news unveiling its new rollerblading police squad, Ripper. Yes, Pakistan has cops on rollerblades now, like New York has cops on horses. There's bicycle cops in some places. Uh, Pakistan now has rollerblading cops in hopes that criminals in their jurisdiction will fall in line. <laughs> I saw that one coming. Oh, still thank cringe. you. Thank you. Thank you. Tiger Woods' girlfriend, Erica Herman, was seen visiting him at the hospital uh, this past week. I kind of just hope for, for his sake that all the rest of them didn't go at the same time. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. The new Tom and Jerry movie. Sorry. Too soon? I don't know. The new Tom and Jerry movie won this past weekend's box office battle after earning only $13.7 million, which is crazy because $13.7 million is absolutely nothing when you're talking about box office numbers. Usually that kind of money just gets you a few movie tickets, a couple of popcorns, and one large soda. Kidding. I'm kidding. Not wrong. I'm kidding. One medium-sized soda. Uh, <laughs> the latest release from Warner Brothers has scored the second highest grossing debut uh, in the entire COVID-19 pandemic. In fact, the only thing higher are the adults watching uh, the adults watching Tom and Jerry who don't actually have children. Uh, <laughs> man, I messed up the last one. I messed it up. Oh, what to see no. that, that's what'll happen with a with a less than smooth delivery. See, the line was the only thing higher are adults without kids watching a Tom and Jerry movie. You're right. I clearly was not high enough myself to deliver that punchline. Ah, <laughs> uh, Captain Planet says, I got no kids. I would one hundred percent watch that movie. There you go. And we'll make sure and send you four pizzas and a box of brownies to go with it. Uh, <laughs> wait, welcome in everybody. That is your stupid news. Thank you. Steven Zaren says I would watch it. You know, I probably would too, to be honest with you. I'll tell you what I don't like. Uh, just, just real quick. I'll just tell you real fast. I've seen the advertisements for it. They did not do good in marketing this film. I, I don't know about you. Anybody seen the actual ads for the yeah. Tom and Jerry movie? Because they don't look good. They don't look good. It Even, looks bad. It does look bad. Even, even like the animation and like how it interacts. Yeah. Like, like a, a good one, for example, that I've seen. Obviously, Marvel does a great job with Rocket Raccoon. That's a good one. Also, the Scooby-Doo movies seem to be really well done with the animation okay. built into, into real live action. But this one, this one, this one doesn't, it didn't look right to me. I don't know. It just looked weird. I don't know. Anyway, Tom and Jerry uh, on HBO Max. Apparently free for AT&T subscribers if you want to go check that out. Uh, but uh, even who framed Roger Rabbit did it better. They did. Yeah, that was an '80s movie. Yeah, you're right. Roger Rabbit did the animation with live action. I think it, I think it looked better than the Tom and Jerry movie. So I, you know, I'll I'll check it out. I mean, I want to watch it. My kids want to watch it, and I'll check it out. But I just wasn't impressed with what I saw from the ads. So. 
Uh, anyway, welcome into the show, everybody. Listen, talking about a little bit of movies, okay? Uh, yeah, Ape says, wait a minute, Tom and Jerry live action might be weird? You don't say. Yeah, uh, it could be. Let's do something weird here, okay, Ripper? I decided that I wanted to, to kind of honor what is getting ready to happen over the next couple of months in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, and uh, I don't know any of you guys who have actually kind of kept up with that. I, I wanted to, uh, to kind of mimic something that they're doing because we are in between arcs, okay? And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have a hint or two that may be presented at some point throughout this show, so stay tuned. Uh, we got some ARC 3 information coming here for you, but what I wanted to do first, Ripper, is I wanted to just absolutely uh, get super creative here today, okay? I wanted to get something, uh, get, get your all's imaginations flowing, and I wanted to, to uh, copy the Marvel Cinematic Universe and do a couple of what-ifs, okay? Because what we are seeing here and, uh, and, and I may actually give you uh, a hint coming up very, very soon because one of my hints lead to something that, that we have discussed before in the game, Ripper, okay? Uh, one of the Ooh. things being deployed in this next arc is something that we have, in fact, discussed before. However, I would like to start filling up the idea queue for, you know, the rest of 2021, maybe 2022, I want to start talking about, I want to start thinking about what we want to see next. And, and some of this actually very well could come down to some what-if scenarios, okay? So let's, let's go back. Let's go all the way back to when arc, uh, the seasonal arcs began, okay? We had the Borg, right? That was the very first one. The seasonal arcs began in January 2020 with the Borg story, okay? We saw the introduction of the Borg officers. We saw the introduction of the Borg, uh, the, the Borgified Jayla, despite the fact that the Jayla officer went off to Starfleet Academy and we've never seen her since, okay? So uh, what if, what if the Borg story had entirely changed? What if the Borg arc was not finished? And I think that we kind of, Ripper, we've talked about that. I think that we have indicated that the Borg in this particular story are not done. All right? We've talked about that, that, that players who have been in the game longer than 16 months, they may have had an opportunity to play in the first Borg arc, but it's been 16 months, right? A lot of players have joined the game in the last 16 months. They never got to experience the original Borg arc. So what if, Ripper, what if at some point in the next few months, the Borg were to return? All right. What if the Borg were to return? Truck and Chick says no more Borg. It was a terrible arc. Mm, you know, no one could be involved was the problem I found. Now that I actually have a Max Vidar, I'm down. Let's do this. Mega okay. Cube. <laughs> mega Cube. Let's go. Uh, you know, listen, I'm not going to necessarily say that the Mega Cube was. I mean, we all know the Mega Cube was the biggest disappointment of that entire four-month arc, okay? The Mega Cube was the, the worst piece. That was the most disappointing month out of the four-month arc. However, it has now been, ladies and gentlemen, 11 months since Borg Arc 4. What if, what if Scopely learned? What if Scopely came up with an idea? What if Scopely said, you know what? Yeah, we heard you. 
Borgark 4 definitely didn't perform like we wanted. Borgark 4 definitely was not the the punctuation mark. That was not the exclamation point that we wanted on our very first seasonal arc, Ripper. What if Scopely decided to reimagine the Borg story? What do you see? All right, and, I, and, and I'll give you a second to think about it, guys. I'll give you a second to think about it because I, I know even Ripper, I didn't prep him for this. I kind of want you guys to shoot from the hip a little bit. Let's give Scopely a little bit, all right? And we're going to work our way through 2020. What if? Truck and Chick says no. Are you meaning to say that, that you never want to see the Bork represented in this game? Because I, me personally, I don't feel that way. I mean, we have a story that has started, we have materials, officers, ships that have begun this story, but golly, I, I don't know about y'all, but never, whenever I'm watching Star Trek you know, on TV, whether it was TNG or whether it was Voyager, all right, when I'm seeing Star Trek on TV, I'm kind of telling you, a, a Borg episode would always excite me. They were my favorite villains, you know? They were my favorite nemesis, so I kind of always got excited if the Borg were to potentially appear or reappear. In this case, I don't think it's any secret, folks, okay? Even Panic has hinted to it. We will see the Borg again. How do we want to see it? Nick Burns says, oh, man, I just clicked through missions. I'm lost on the game story. Hey, Burns, Nick, I, I told you, man, that is, I, I, I always read it. I always read it because I guess maybe, Ripper, I'm also... You know, I'm kind of an old-school comic book nerd a little bit, so I like to read those types of stories. I um, read them as well. Yeah, I, I mm -hmm. do think that you guys should... I mean, I even think and, the writing has gotten better here over the last several months. Yeah, I didn't I didn't yeah. dislike the entire Borg thing. You know, it just was like the Mega Cube was majorly disappointing because what I wanted to see was, like, we have this Mega Cube. It should be a server-wide activity to take it down, and if if your server manages to manages to take it down, you get like awesome rewards. That's what yeah. I would have wanted to see, but we didn't get it. I but you know what? With all the uh, server stuff they're doing now, that might actually be a possibility within the game for this next Borg run. Yeah, maybe that actually know. be kind of cool. Let's I'm let's think for. about it. Let's and think I think that would have would be would be amazing. And I I don't know. Maybe maybe they're trying it out now to see how the how it works. Maybe do it again. Who knows? You know, here's the thing. The game has evolved a lot. Now, Chick, she's in here. Just don't continue a failed arc season. Do something different. I I gotta be honest with you. Okay, I I kind of take a little bit of issue with a failed arc season because arc four was the one that disappointed us content wise. Listen, arcs yep. one through three were arguably very new, very different, and very well-received. We also received one of the best event ships still to this day. We received um, uh, the first ever, and yes, even though Iteration 1 was not epic, we received the first ever epic event store, which was essentially Iteration number 2. You guys may remember the Borg event store after their failed one, right, Ripper? After the first one that was that was Lamo, okay? They I mean, came that was, out. That was the try run for Battle Pass. That's how we got you it. You got it. You know, all the all the mm -hmm. amazing Battle Pass stuff came from that one. It did, and even the second event store, like or the second version of the Borg event store, that came out 
and literally still to this day is the blueprint for the event store that Can we all Can I spend all my board crave. points, please? I'm just kidding. <laughs> they they never said that we would. As a matter of fact, okay, that was that was always. Look here. I like I actually kind of like this. Blue Mandalorian says, "Hey, let's give it a Borg report card." Okay. Vidar, fantastic. Don't disagree. Borg refinery, fantastic, which was a result, by the way, that came after the the uh the Borg arc. Battle Pass, fantastic. Event Store, fantastic in its final form. Borg Mata's uh, I think we agree. Mm-hmm. We all agreed. Borgmata's meh. Mega Cube, utter failure. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. Okay. By the way, Bubba Joe says, hey, let's not forget about the officers. Officers, amazing. I mean, literally, you all are still using these officers. You are still clamoring after these officers. To this day, we are begging Scopely to make some of those officers available to us. They are the most uh, desired arc officers in the entire game to date all right so the borg arc dang on not bad okay not 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 bad at all now what do we do what if scopely says hey let's pick up where we left off let's pick up the borg story what has changed in the game what has changed with our programming what has changed with the technology that we now have for star trek what has changed that we can do better? How you started to talk about it, and I love this idea. Ripper, you had mentioned the, the Megacube re-envisioned. And at that time, folks, did we have an in-game server milestone? Did we have an in-game metric of any type of scoring that involved anything outside of our alliance? We did not. We did not. All right. But over the last 12 months, Scopely has introduced technology on the backside that now allows for points and metrics to be accumulated outside of your alliance. Now we can legitimately track a, a, a server-wide milestone or a server-wide leaderboard or a server-wide event. What if? What if, ladies and gentlemen? The Ark had issues, says Shinjo, but I think Scopely could absolutely take it and build on it. The problem is there's so much other content that needs to be introduced from other shows. Shinjo, Shinjo, let's, let's take one step back here. The board didn't appear in just one timeline or in just one right. property. Okay, The Borg could absolutely be a very realistic, believable, plausible storyline to tie in an entirely new property. Holy smokes. Holy smokes. What if, Ripper, what if the Borg were to come back? What do you see? What do you see? Oh, boy. No oh boy. What do you mean? What 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 do you mean? Well, you I, mentioned I, I you see. mentioned the mega cube. I right? mean, I, I mentioned the the cube thing that I wanted to see, that I still want to see. I want to see it happen. Just you know, just do it. We want to see it happen, and we want to see it happen well. Okay, we want to see it happen in a way that players can be receptive to. Okay, so let's. Uh, <laughs> Bubba Joe says, "Have the Borg infiltrate territory capture." That might be fun. Let's fix Ooh. territory capture first. All right, let's fix that first. All right, but but yeah. yeah, okay. How about this, Bubba Joe? Love this. All right, how about Borg NPCs literally trying to come in and either taking over systems or taking over territories? What if the Borg? What if, what if it wasn't? 
guys, we talked about territory capture and what, by the way, did anybody run that test? Because server 15 ran at one time. Our results were somewhat mixed. I don't, I don't know if I could make a conclusion off of one territory capture, but I'd be curious to see if anybody tried that. What if we come up with Ripper and we, and we theorized on this? Let me bring you up to speed real quick. All right. Lieutenant Razik, who is in this chat room right now, came up, Ripper, with one of the most plausible theories as to the root cause of territory capture lag. His theory was that it isn't necessarily all the ships that are trying to PvP, although that can be contributing, but his theory was that if we look at other activities in the game, if we look at event reset and everybody claiming their chest, and we look at event reset and everyone going to try to kill Borg probes, and event reset and everyone trying to go kill exchange hostiles, what happens? What always happens? What happens in the battle pass? What happens in our, in our events? We see lag in point accumulation. I we mean, like- of, co- of course, it's some kind of backend issue. What I suspect is it's uh, the database being overloaded with requests because of all the actions that happen mm-hmm. in that one system. But it may, it may not be just the commands. It may not be just attacking. It could potentially be tied to the number of points, the number of ships that are trying to score points. points. Okay. I mean that's that's yeah. probably contributing, but mm. um, so as far as far as I know, they they actually have like implemented this kind of to mitigate that a bit because the points are counted on the minute mark and not they don't count like across an entire minute. So if you're not if your ship is not there on the minute mark, you don't get points. If that's it's true. there, you get points. Doesn't matter how long it has to be there. So all the point calculations happen like once a minute. So that mitigates those kind of issues a bit. Well, Captain Planet says lag should be on the minute mark. Okay, and I'll, I'll turn... Yeah, you guys may have to turn Ripper up a little bit. I always have to boost Am him I up quiet? on my... You're a little bit quiet, but I always boost you up on my side. He'll come through very, very clean on the uh, on the podcast, but you may have a little bit of trouble here. I mean, I can, I can turn it up a bit. Is Woo, that better? There you go. Hey, and he's hot. There you go. All right, so, so you're right. Lag could then be showing on the minute mark, but... but in an event reset, how long do the points take to actually show, say, in your battle pass or in that event? It's typically more than a minute. If we have lag, all right, it's typically more than a minute to resolve. So, Ripper, my suggestion or, or Lieutenant Razik's theory is that the server is becoming overload, overloaded, which is why lag presents itself so greatly after the first minute because it's backlogging and trying to keep up with what happened the minute before. And... and no, Right? Valid theory. It's an extremely valid theory. So we suggested on the show, if you have to change the points metric, if you have to change territory capture in the way that it's scored, all right, then how about we redo it all? How about we redo it all? How about it's no longer necessarily 100% player versus player, but maybe the Borg infest the territory capture? What if this becomes the new Borg hive? What if now you are fighting off the Borg in a timed territory capture with, with a set of hostiles that are specifically tuned to your alliance? Oh, oh. What if a, a Borg armada, not an armada the way we know it, I mean a Borg fleet of ships. What if a Borg fleet of ships... All right, custom programmed 
for your lines. If, if Snake Eyes flies in, he's going to get a challenge for Ops 36. If I fly in, I'm going to get a challenge for Ops 39. If, if Iris Jack flies in, he's going to get a, a challenge for Ops 49. Okay? What if these ships come in and we totally change the, the scoring metrics so that all of a sudden, territory capture becomes real and viable? What if, everybody? What if? <laughs> Crazy Bob says, this idea makes me inappropriately excited. Okay. Moxavian, on the other hand. another alliance drop a pin on you while that's happening? Well, why not? You can still incorporate some PvP, but instead of the points coming from time present, what if the points come from damaging hostiles? And again, you may still experience some lag. You still turn it into a timed event. Maybe it's now no longer... 15, 20, 30 minutes. Maybe now it's six, eight hours. Okay? Now, Moxavian says, mm, don't like it. That turns territories into PvE. The PvP is what makes it special. Moxavian, I don't disagree with you in theory, but if it is not functioning, if it is literally not functioning and we do not possess the technology to correct it, then why not reimagine it? Why not make it into something that can be an enjoyable game experience until territory capture can be repaired at its root cause? Okay. You know, you know, there's there's actually a, a thing that I've been thinking about a bit. Please. There share. are some things that appear to be lagging very much in the game, and then there are other things that essentially do the same thing, but they don't lag. I'm specifically talking about redeeming resource tokens. Okay. So if you go into a resources thing and you redeem like 500, 1 million uh, pasture tokens, that takes ages. But if you use the slider on a building to redeem 500, that is instant. No lag whatsoever. You know what the difference is? You're the only player redeeming 500 tokens. Okay. If your entire It's the alliance... same thing though. No. It's, it's, I'm in my resources and I'm redeeming 500. Right? Yeah, but but does the code and, does the code actually go in and run a loop five hundred times, or does it just redeem five hundred? What if, what if those are different code paths that actually address the the database in a different way, and they have those all spread across their server system, and some things like scoring things are actually per score individual calls to the database instead of one batched transaction, which it should be, that would increase load on the database significantly that it may be so deep into their system that it's quite hard to fix it's just a theory that i have i don't know that your but theory this, is this is this token thing has always been weird to me is because the, using the sliders it's instant redeeming like a billion yeah, make, hang a billion on, tokens is it's, it's instant for some reason, but if you use in your in, like in the resources where you have the list, list of the resource tokens and you redeem like a 500 one, that takes ages for some reason. I don't know why. Right, but I'll see. And that's the only explanation that I, can, I, I have for some reason. And I think those kind of issues are actually in many, many places and in the server system and are probably not that easy to fix because that requires, you know, setup and probably some some dependencies that need to be changed so who knows i don't know all right let's let's take one half step back okay uh and how go ahead with your with your slider comment how and then i want to get to lord farquad go right. ahead go ahead 
Well, no, see, when we talked before, you were talking about how everything hits the database and it hits the database and hits the database. So when you're doing it one at a time to get that 500 million, you're hitting the database 500 times. Whereas if you're using the slider, you're making one request for 500. Maybe. So I can see the lag difference. Yeah, but there. it's like a, it's like a 500, like one button click, 500 redeem. But I've, the, I know that's one call to the server that I know. So, right. so, so it's not like the the client is calling it 500 times. That's not what's happening. Well, that okay. So therein lies my point. Listen, if you do a ship upgrade that costs 22 million tritanium, you're not calling the server for one tritanium 22 million times. You're calling the server for 22 million tritanium one exactly. time. Exactly. The same thing happens with like redeeming those tokens. But apparently, the code that does the sliders is different to the one that is is those 500 chests in the resources section in your inventory somewhere okay and that legitimately makes sense so if we hit a box that says redeem 500 chests it sits there for ages is what you're saying so maybe that particular i don't know try it i know i know that's a thing okay we'll have to we'll have to check that out now i want to come over here to lord farquad's uh comment what if what if that it it could be pvp and pve at the same time cubes in system change the metric of scoring to be a little bit more like capture the flag put the cubes in the system kill them for the points try to kill the guys that are coming to kill your cubes okay make it a capture the flag make it make it a a defend the hill okay best of both worlds makes it a little bit more exciting brings in some new content because right? on a lot of servers, folks, capture's not happening. And, and on a lot of servers, I know we want PvP. Trust me, I get it. But if it's not flipping functional, which it is not for a majority of servers, right, then we gotta, we got to improvise. We've got to change it up. Listen, would you rather have something that's broken that, that was intended for PvP but doesn't function, or would we rather say, okay, let's see if we can hybrid this thing a little bit golly pve and pvp hybrid has been a thing for the last 90 days what if what if territory capture turned into a hybrid of new content and a hybrid of pve and pvp in an actual strategy a strategy ridden objective defend the hill take out the cubes risk assimilation Mm, what if Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, the Borg will return one day. What if we use it in a way to improve the actual technological structure of the game? What if? Let's move forward a couple of months. The Outlaw came out, Ripper. The Outlaws, Harry Mud, Mud 1, and Mud 2 were presented. Okay? All the Outlaw officers were presented. All right? Now, granted, at the time, for me was not a super exciting arc, all right? Even the officers, we still hear this. We still hear that the officers, as Snake Eyes points out, the worst officer procs of anything in the game, right? What if, what if the intelligence that was the evil Maya, who, by the way, according to the story, escaped into the, into the sunset in some random star system, What if the evil Maya returns, providing 
technology and, and augmentation to the mud officers, increasing their proc rates, I making them. I recall a part of the story that. Go ahead, Karkin. Does she not get re- totally shut down? <laughs> shut down does not mean destroyed. No, like decompiled, like she totally erased. Did she? Nah, there's a piece of that code floating around out there somewhere. The looter says, what if Maya was assimilated by the Borg? Ooh. All right, that's right, Moxavian. There was a whole touching scene between RAI and... There's a a USB USB drive out there somewhere with Maya's backup, okay? (laughs) All right. Yeah, listen, the officers were pretty rough, but what else did we get? We got a Stella that, that arguably is narrow in use, but has an interesting loop. Okay, the Mudmadas with the loot and the loot for the officers and the loot for the maxing and then the Stella particles for research. And by the way, the research at the time, Ripper, at the time, this is before territories, but at the time, that outlaw research was the best research tree in the game. At the time, it was better than Galaxy, it was better than Station, and it was better than Combat. At the time, mm. at the time, the, the Outlaw research was good. It was the best, especially later in the tree. Some of the early stuff, maybe not so much, but some of the later stuff, good. Okay? It laid the groundwork. Laid the groundwork. All right? It, it started to address... Repair costs for some of the higher-level players. Not enough, but it started to. We've got great Armada research in there. We've got fantastic Stella research. We're taking a Stella ship that looked like it was going to be a POS. We took an event ship that looked terrible at first glance. And now people are taking out Enterprises with it. Now people are using it to crack bases. Now people are using it to grind hostels with any random crew because its mitigation is so ridiculously high, it doesn't matter what crew you use. What if the outlaws were to return in such a way that the officers would become more viable, that they would gain value? What if it came back and all of a sudden the exchange banks and the exchange hostels increased their payout? What if all of a sudden... Free-to-play and low spenders suddenly found themselves able to work their way at a quicker pace through the second best, to this day, the second best research tree that we have. What if? Ripper? I want an assimilated Borg uh, Mud 2. Give me a Borg Mud 2. A Borg (laughs) Mud 2. What would the ability be on that officer, Karkin? Uh, Triple proc, and he actually works. Like a triple shot. <laughs> okay. A triple first shot. That would be oof, that would be huge. Okay. That would be huge. And he just gets to absorb the yeah. And his just uh, updated augmented abilities that don't require a proc. Okay. Max mount. Yeah. What, what if what if they're describing is what I've been asking for them to do with regular territories, you know, have a board cube, a crystal entity, even a just a random ship, just fly around to mining areas and just wipe everybody out, right? <laughs> but it's an event, so you got to track it down, it posts a notification, and you kill it, right? You get points for it. Mm-hmm. But it could go to, like, uh, Tal Seda and just wipe everybody out that's sitting there mining, right? 
So Wham. everybody's got to go there and kill it so you can remine there or something to that effect. But that's fine if you do it in territories, but I'd rather not them rehash the Borg add like the Dominion or somebody, you know, coming in and add a whole nother, you okay. know, part of the game instead of rehashing the Borg. Well, listen, where would the Dominion come? What property did the Dominion belong to? Well, you make it... It doesn't have to be them, but I'm saying you just change the storyline. Well, I'm, I'm with you, though. Over the territories. I'm with you. There's a ton of factions and a ton of species and a ton of, of activities that haven't yet made it into the game that are tied to various products or uh, properties, rather. Okay. The, the Dominion opens up and the wormhole is right next to the territories. Oh, my God. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, there is already a beta sector in your map. Already. Right now, only available to the absolute highest warp capable ships in the game today. But what if? What if our map got larger? What if the Delta Quadrant and the Gamma Quadrant became available? What if whole new areas? What if server merges incorporated themselves into such a space that it created a larger sandbox. What if, instead of taking somebody's territory away, for example, merge two servers and put them in different sectors? Let them travel through the wormhole to come and interact with players on other servers. Max says, DJ, are you riling us all up for Scopely to give us a new miner and more new currencies? Mac, here is what I'm wanting to do today. I do know what's coming, all right? I am absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, not doing this content today to, to hint at ARC-3. None of this is ARC-3, okay? I'm telling you, don't, I want you to be excited. But my goal for today was to start filling up the idea box, okay? Because, and I might as well go ahead and give you your first hint, I'll give you your first hint of the day, Ripper. And I'm going to cop out. I'm going to cop out. I'm going to say the exact same hint that I have used at one time in the past. Oh, that is dirty. What hint could I possibly use that would be a reused hint? It starts with an S. (laughs) You guys are all going to, it starts with an S. That is hilarious. That's the one you think you of? Know? That's the one you think of? Really? How about this one instead? How about this but you one know, instead? DJ, you know, it starts with an S. You know, that's an argument to be, to be made, I guess. Ripper, turn down your game. You went too hot. Now you're all splatty. Go, go back to God the way you were. You go back to the way you were. <laughs> because, listen, it, the podcast will be fine, okay? People can turn you up. All right. Okay. There you go. This way. There you go. So an argument could be made. An argument could be made that it starts with an S. That's possible. That's not the Is hint. That just because soon. That's soon. not the hint that I actually had in mind, though. To be honest with you, Ripper, that's not the hint that I had in mind. As a matter of fact, the hint that I, I had know. in mind, the hint that I had in mind was simply this, ladies and gentlemen. Items from the previously released roadmap that have not yet been introduced into the game contain one item that will be introduced in ARC 3. I love this hint because not only is it a hint, but it's also a complete (laughs) cop-out. Okay? It's a complete cop-out because 
We're continuing along the path that we told you we were going to continue on. Well, that's true. <laughs> wait, but wait, they, wait. They gave us no timeline. They gave us no timeline. They said that, that projects could be abandoned. However, they have not yet seemingly abandoned anything that I'm aware of. We keep checking off these, these tick boxes. So, we can spend 60 seconds on this. There's only two items of the roadmap left unexplored. Okay? Only two. Ship customization and officer away missions. Okay? JD7 says, if it starts with an S and is on the roadmap, then it would be ship skins. Okay, maybe. Listen, I said an argument could be made for it starting with an S. That does not mean that it's clear as day. It does not mean that it's clear also, cut. That doesn't, you, also, that doesn't mean we were talking about this. That's true. Obviously, the Ark has many things to come. Okay. Moxavian says, skin starts with the letter S. You're correct. You are correct. That, that, away does, missions. that does happen. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> it could be. All right. Zakara says, hopefully not skins unless they have benefits. Uh, although, Zakara got a thumb down from Sotak. Sotak says, I would be interested in skins. All right. Could be officer away missions, too. Ape says, oh, my God, I said that 10 minutes ago. Combine Borg with the officer away missions. Well, like I'm saying, my what if series here today, my what if series is not indicative of Arc 3. You know, let me, let me be clear, all right? I'm not trying to build you up what I, uh, for Arc 3. What I am trying to do is start refilling the roadmap because, ladies and gentlemen, after this arc, one item remains, and they may or may not have abandoned that particular idea. We don't know. They told us in the very beginning that the roadmap was only stuff that they were potentially working on, but not that it would definitely iterate, not that it would definitely ever present, not that it would definitely ever come. Yet, we have seen all but two items so far. What if, ladies and gentlemen, um, a roadmap update comes in Arc 3, and what if the remaining piece was abandoned? What if the roadmap is now empty? What if we have an opportunity to fill the next roadmap? What if? Max says cloaking would be awesome, but I've given up hopes on that. Cloaking would be great. Sotek says wasn't Sotek says wasn't officer away missions confirmed by a developer on this show and he made a dig even against the other Star Trek game timelines or something like that. Sotek, I actually don't remember that. Did somebody did that happen, Snake Eyes? Did somebody confirm away missions on this show? Because I actually don't remember that. All right, that that could be. I seem but, to remember something like that. Indeed, I, I may be missing that. I don't know. Crush says, you know what starts with S? Stealth. Stealth starts with S. That is true. That's a fact. Kirko says ships also start with S. And Wham says Spock 4.0. <laughs> All right. Mastic you know, says there's so Swarm. many things that start with an S. <laughs> BK has a great so comment. So many things. <laughs> B BK, listen, I, I don't even know. I don't want to include an edit 
But Snake Eyes, throw me an edit right here so that I can I can put in an appropriate beep because this is actually really funny. BK, you got my Podmont? Yeah, thank you. BK says starts with S too. <laughs> That's really funny. All right. That's funny. But we don't know. We don't know. Well, at least not everybody. All right. What if, everybody, you had the power to write the next roadmap? All right. Let's move on from outlaws. Let's move on from outlaws. Let's take a look at what came after the outlaws. We had discovery. Now, discovery, arguably, was my, my, my position was best event ship in the fleet. I ranked it higher than the Vidar. I did indeed. Big Country came and argued with me about that. I don't know. Is Big Country even in here right now? I don't know. I don't see him in the list. Big Country argued. Best ship in the fleet? It's a big claim, he said. He said, that's a huge claim. Don't know if I could do that. He said, I'll give it top five, though. I'll give it top five. Captain Planet says, I just got summoning last week, and I haven't warped since. So you would say, Captain Planet, daggone important to you, right? Snake Eyes says Big argues that he doesn't have access to enough mycelium. He uses it all the time. El Cheapo says it still isn't for 40-plus. I don't know, Cheapo. 40-plus seems to be the players that are enjoying it the most. The ability to not have to warp to dark space. Okay. Snipe says summoning makes wartime fun. I Listen, I put the Discovery at the number one event ship in my arsenal. Yes, I ranked it above the Vidar. Although they're close. The Vidar is obviously my number two. But the Discovery was up there. Okay, the Discovery was up there. Jerry Ryan says, I don't summon much because I don't want to have to mine the blue stuff. The mycelium. I get it. I get it. All right. Housekeeping, by the way, adding that an 18,000 cap on mycelium is far too low. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Okay. Absolutely agreed. Add a zero, please. Add a zero. Add a zero or just daggone remove it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because here's the thing. There's already a limit on how much you can buy in the event store. So... What's the harm in letting somebody refine another, what is it, 5000 a day or 10000 a day? What's the harm in that? Right now, people are holding hundreds of thousands of mycelium. Why do you need an 18K cap? I have warehouse? never seen the mycelium refinery. I've never used it. Not once. You're right. I've never once used it. All right. Take the cap. Take it off. Oh, Shinjo says make it rateable. Whoa. <laughs> what if? <laughs> what if what if other materials became rateable oh man you'd have a lot of angry players out there i think yeah i i yeah that's not a good idea <laughs> i think <laughs> probably not a good idea probably not a good idea but what if but they could just go rate it back what do you mean it's awesome you wouldn't want any more because that would dilute what you're trying to get which is dill and tritanium right Probably. You wouldn't want another resource diluting that. What if what if they stayed in their in their order? What if the G three and the G four came after the dill uh as far as priority? Right? Yeah. What if you did steel, trite, dill, and then added something else? Maybe something else can become more valuable. Maybe something else is more valuable than the dilithium. 
Moxavian says rating already takes long enough. What if? What if? All right, the Discovery arc was able to come out in such a way, because let's not forget what came in the Discovery arc was the sarcophagus. What if territory services were being solved by the introduction of the Borg six months prior? What if territory capture became an augmented Borg area of space? What if territory services were finally able to be rewritten or rotating? What if the services were rewritten to be something far more pronounced than they are now? What if territory research and territory research tree and territory services now involved research on ships that include 1,000% bonuses to cargo space? What if? A Borg research? Because we've gotten all their assimilated pieces, so now we're putting stuff together. Maybe. Maybe it's not research at all. You just say we're accumulating Borg pieces. What if you constructed an augmentation to a ship? What if you literally Borgified the ship? Hmm. What if? Patron Saint that's Nick. There already. That's, that's there already in combat research. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That assimilated thing that's way, way up at the top, like in the plus 40. Yeah. Hugo says, what if you literally either created a ship or modified a ship exclusively for base rating? A base raider exclusive with one billion cargo room. I don't know. That would be an instant zero for a lot of players. <laughs> I don't know. Slothagus. <laughs> well. Yeah, you know, you know, adding stuff so you can instant zero people is not a good idea. Yeah, I don't know about a billion, all right? But it could certainly be more than three million. Sure. Okay. I I, I'm, still I'm still voting for having like target-level dependent cargo space, but, you know. No. That is apparently not possible currently. It is not. It is unfortunate. It is not currently available. It's not currently possible. But what if Scopely continues to iterate the hard coding of this game? What if Scopely continues to iterate and introduce new technology like we did this year with server milestones? What if server cross-server leaderboards and, and cross-server events continue to iterate and, and continue to become available? What if the technology presents itself, Ripper, in such a way that we can create officer or, or target-dependent limitations, target-dependent cargo space, target-dependent PvP, shipyard-dependent PvP. People always complain about the PvP banning. What if a level 49 can no longer hit me with that pylum? What if they have to be more on my level? What if a level 49 would have to use an Enterprise against me? What if? I mean, they, they would still kill you, so. They would, but it would take two or three or maybe four hits for me to kill them versus Infinity. I'm True. not saying he would instantly win, guy. I'm not saying that I could win that, but I'm saying I could maybe I do. Mean, it's, it's more fair, I guess. I could it's maybe still, do 25, 30%. Part. What if I could double tap that guy? What if I could triple tap that player? And I may potentially eventually kill it. Maybe. What if? So that guy says, well, so what that if? would be nice. PvP, PvP banning 
by the ship class, right? right? By its ship rank. That would be that would be great. Currently, not possible. But what if? What if? Okay. Snipe says if you and a fifty had max enterprises and the exact same crew, it would take you two to three hits max. Maybe maybe a fourth, Snipes. I'm going to throw one more in there. Okay. Maybe a fourth, but reasonable, absolutely reasonable. It nowhere nowhere in Star Trek lore. Can one ship take out thousands of ships? Nowhere. Except for like maybe in Swarm, and I don't know if that actually counts. Okay? Where can a legitimate Federation starship take out 1,000 sufficiently powered enemy ships? Maztec says a Borg cube. Okay. That's not a ship that we're flying. <laughs> okay? Only the Borg have done it. All right. Certainly possible. Certainly possible. Lots of what ifs. I know. I know. Listen, guys, I'm wanting to get the creative juices flowing because, Ripper, the conversation that we were able to have yesterday with the development team, and by the way, thank you for those of you who are listening. Thank you for taking the time out of your day. Thank you for for giving us the, the scoop. Thank you for allowing us to prepare our audiences for the implementation of ARC-3. Thank you for taking the time to do that. In doing so, they have shared that yet another item will be ticked off from the roadmap list. Guys, the roadmap is getting awful bare. It's time to fill it back up. It's time to fill it back up. Tequila said, what if DJs gave us an actual hint? I think I did. I literally gave you the choice of only two possible options. <laughs> okay? <laughs> There's, I Listen, I gave you a pretty daggone strong hint. There's only two things that I've indicated so far that could be coming. Blue Mandalorian says, I'm guessing ship customization because it's the more disappointing option. I seem to remember, Snake Eyes, somebody saying that about Second Builder, too. Oh, I'm going to go with Second Builder because yeah. that's the least interesting. <clears throat> Yet, by the way... Ripper, did you happen to catch the penetration metrics on Second Builder? You guys want to hear something crazy, crazy ridiculous? I did not, no. You guys want to hear something absolutely flipping insane? All right. Probably very high, I think, because <laughs> it's cheap. More than 90% of daily active players in the game activated Second Builder. 90 plus percent. Mox Avian says it's because it was only $5. Okay. El Cheapo says, I'm disappointed with Second Builder. Okay. Ah, Jerry Ryan says, I'm not I disappointed. Didn't buy it. I, I have buildings that take like 80 plus days. And then, you know, for my dailies, I can do another one. That's amazing. That's nice. Guys, I don't... Think about this. Uh, Captain Bull, you're here. I don't know if your connection is strong enough for you to come in voice. Uh, but if you don't mind, do you care to come in? Because you and I had a conversation. Karkin says, I didn't activate it yet. Karkin. Uh, or, uh, Bull, you had a conversation with me. You actually thought of a way to utilize Second Builder in such a way that, that I would imagine a lot of players have not yet thought about. Captain Bull, are you able to come in voice for a moment, if you don't care to share? I mean, surely other people will uh, probably, probably already have done the same thing. You and I have debated back and forth when we're going to be ready for Ops 40, mm -hmm. when Scopely is going to make the changes, which it looks like they are. 
I'll go ahead and say that, uh, that will prepare us to enter the G4 economy. And Ops 40 is a four-month build, so I was able to go ahead and hit the button on that. So it'll be cooking while I'm deciding when I'm going to be ready. And it's not holding me back on anything else that I'm working on for dailies or events. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Second I'm, builder. I'm, I'm using it for dailies, you know. Second builder has this very subtle, and I'm, I know some people have thought of it, but for those of you saying it's not worth it, think about this for a second. If you waited, Bull, until you were ready for Ops 40, Okay, if you waited, and of course BK says no one is ready for Ops 40 economy, but <laughs> another argument for another day, BK, I don't disagree, all right? But if you suddenly decided that you were ready, all right, and then you press the button, you still got four months to let it cook, okay? You still have to wait four months. Has anybody actually taken the time to calculate that in Latinum? All right, let's do it real quick. Four months is 120 days. If I'm not mistaken, 300 latinum uh, is it's one, one day. day. All right, so let's do 100 times 300. That is 36,000 36, latinum. Okay, 36,000 latinum. Now, I would prefer if I feel like I'm ready to go to Ops 40 – then I would prefer not to spend 36,000 Latinum. Now, Wegg, you bring up a very good point. Wegg says, I spent more Lat in the Spock event. Sure. Absolutely. I, I did too. But what I. Mind, that's one building, you know? Yeah. Would I, rather spend it, would I rather spend it on the Spock event or would I rather spend it on speed ups that earn me nothing in any event that exists in the game? Giovanni says, I've accidentally, how many of you guys have done this? Accidentally started building your next building. Maybe even your ops level and didn't mean to. But now second builder allows you to continue with dailies, work on other things, and you can let the green ones sit if you had to. Okay. I'm just saying, listen, I'm not trying to tell you that, that 100% of you should have it. I understand why people don't. I truly do. I decided to get it. I didn't even spend the $5 pack, Ripper. I, I wailed up, and I spent the $100 pack. <laughs> I did the same. I, I'll tell you why I did. That builder pack contained a lot of resources. It was it actually did. it was a good pack. Sorry, sorry. It was the best pack available at the time. So, it you was know? a pretty good pack. All right, I know. I'm sorry, Andar, but I, I'm sorry. All right, Jay Burke says, I really liked the, the $100 for the amount of resources. Yeah, man. He says, I haven't bought it yet, but it's still sitting there tempting me. It is still available, and it's a great pack. Even after the inflation, it's still a good pack. All right? So, just saying. You know, second builder, people said that they weren't going to be excited about that. It's funny, because I see a lot of people using it. And the second builder activation figure was higher than even Battle Pass. Get this, Ripper. The most successful battle pass month ever was 82%. The most successful battle pass penetration was 82%. That was the most successful one ever. And by the That's way, still pretty good. it is very good. And by the way, it was not last month. Okay. But 82% buy-in on at least the 1999 elite battle pass. Second builder beat it by 10 points. 
points in its first month. <laughs> Andor says he said penetration. <laughs> I sure did. All right. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, just saying. Second builder. Mm, a lot of people said they didn't like it. But a lot of people got it. <laughs> okay. I mean, just everyone can, can claim that they're in the minority, but less than Honestly, 8% of people a, are actually in the minority. Five, four or five, four or five pack unlock. That's totally fine. I don't. Captain James T. Kirk uh, says, I'm waiting for second research. That would be a 100% buy-in. I don't, I don't know that it'd be 100%, but it'll be up there. I mean, if second builder was 90%, then second researcher is going to be higher i would argue i think it would be i think it would be high but god 90 percent dang you know i have a tendency to instantly speed up all my researches well we probably as a community feel further behind in research you know (laughs) i guess i guess so yeah i mean research does get expensive looter says second station is what i'm waiting for (laughs) that's actually really funny you know what looter that idea has already come up and been presented. Not necessarily second research, or I mean second station, but expansion of dock slots on your existing station. Right now at Ops 50, you're limited to six slots. What if it became eight or ten? What uh, if? It, it... What if over the next, say, 12 to 18 to 24 months, Multitudes of ships were released into the game. What if? What if? Lieutenant Razik says this is indeed fleet command. And it is. Wegg says we'd need a lot more decent officers. Well, golly, Wegg. We get officers every single month. And some of them are being utilized in in ways that, that make them independent. Look at the TOS crew. People are flying that crew. What, look at the Discovery crew. I... Am flying that crew. Okay, Captain Carnage says, <laughs> "Then territory capture will suck worse." <laughs> I don't disagree. That's gonna gotta that's gotta get fixed. <laughs> Agreed. That's gotta get fixed. El Chipo says, "What if we actually got a fleet and not a few ships?" Holy cow! What if everybody? What if? What if you finally get PvP armadas? What if? Goodness gracious. Let's get those brains working overtime. Let's pull on out of Imagination Station and see what you guys can come up with right after the break. We're going to take a very quick break. This is Talking Trek. Today, taking a page out of the upcoming Marvel phase that Snake... Snake Eyes, you inspired me, buddy. This was all you. I know I didn't give you like exactly what I wanted to do, but this was you. You said... What if? There's a what if series. Captain Bull, you talked about it too. There's a what if series. What if? What if Iron Man hadn't gotten the stones? What if Thanos snapped us all a second time? What if? There's all kinds of what ifs. They're doing a whole TV show, a whole series on Marvel what ifs. Looter says, what if Groot had a different tagline? (laughs) Okay, what if? And, and that inspired me today. What if we possessed the true and real capability of influencing the future of this game? 
And ladies and gentlemen, I do in fact believe, hear me when I say, and Ripper, I'll ask your opinion very quickly and then we'll go to break. I do in fact believe, I believe this with my whole heart. And Ripper, you, you tell me if you agree or disagree. I believe that more than ever before, the community controls the future of this game to a certain extent. Ripper, what do you think? Um, I, yeah, I tend to d- agree with that. Mm. And Ripper, ladies and gentlemen, Ripper only deals in facts. We've said that before. Ripper deals in facts. And he agrees that the future of this game lies with the people. It's up to you guys. Let's see what else you can come up with right after the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is a very special episode of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official... What What if we weren't official? <laughs> oh my God, that would be a scary day. What if nobody at Scopely gave a crap about this show? Fortunately, we don't have to think about that. What if... We come back, and you guys give me some more of your ideas. We're going to take a quick break. This segment brought to you in part by Facebook.com slash Posse, a group of online toy collectors dealing in past, present, and future. New toys, like new toys that they expect that are just going to blow up. Like, guess what? They had the, the new Xboxes, right? They had the new Playstations and stuff like that. They had that stuff. They knew where you could get it, all right? As a matter of fact, true story. They helped Gregor get one of the new PlayStations at retail at Christmas time. I'm not kidding you. There was no upcharge. He didn't pay $1,000 for it. He used these people, and these people gave him uh, a resource to purchase one at retail. I told him he should have bought like five of them and then sold them (laughs) for big money. (laughs) But that's not what they're about. They're they're about doing right by people. They're They're about helping people in the broadest sense of the word in the toy industry, okay? It could be a a 50-year-old toy, still perfect, mint condition in the wrapper. They're going to help you offload that. They're going to help you sell it. They may even buy it themselves, okay? Check them out online. If you love toys, these are the right people to run into. It's facebook.com slash Posse. It's my toy posse for the toy collector in all of us. My name is Ultimate DJs. We'll be back in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Left Guard, the deodorant for the other armpit. The hottest music show on TV returns with all new CDC guidelines in The Double Masked Singer. What the hell did you just say? Guessing has never been harder with two masks to remove. Paris Hilton. And with the CDC changing rules constantly, the show is always full of surprises. Hey, I'm Taylor Swift. Flatten the curve and flatten the boredom with the Double Masked Singer, the show that's got you covered. Out of the tree of life, I just picked me a plum. You came along and everything started into hum Still it's a real good bet the best is yet to come Best is yet to 
to come and babe, won't that be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. And wait till you see that sunshine day. You ain't seen nothing yet. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? It'll be a fine day. It'll be a fine day. Best is yet to come, come the day you're mine. Crush says the best is yet to come. come For who exactly? Mine. Who would be the one benefiting I'm from the best yet to come? Fine. Well, could be a couple of different people. All right. Your mics are potted back up. Welcome back into the show. It could be for a couple of different groups of people. Uh, Moxavian says, I should have used the Vic Fontaine version. Man, listen, you there's not a whole lot that, that you can do with like a classic great like that. Like Frank Sinatra, man. Man, doesn't get ripper. I told you I was gonna do a little Frank Sinatra today. You actually got excited by that, right? You said you said you're in, right? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I know Vic Fontaine is from Deep Space Nine. I, I know. I get that. But, I mean, come on. It's Frank Sinatra. You know? Come on, man. Frank Sinatra. Uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And I'd like to welcome you into our, uh, our Reading Rainbow-style episode today where we just close our eyes and we think a little bit. Um, and we and we think about what is potentially coming in the game, what is potentially uh, possible, what do we want to see, okay? All kinds of great stuff that can potentially come in this game that we call Star Trek Fleet Command, all right? Um, you guys... Uh, was it, was it the best is yet to come by Vic Fontaine? Was that, is that what it was? Let me see if I can find it here real quick. I'll, I'll see just because you guys are asking, I'll see if I can pull it up. You know, I don't think that that was actually ever an actual recorded single. I don't know that it was actually like, you know, officially put into the album registry. Let me, let me look and see. I don't know that it's actually there, but. Yeah, this Best is friends a hologram ever had. Yeah. yeah cheers. Cheers. Oh, big time. Th- this is actually just from the episode. Are they going to sing? Come on now. Yeah, okay, there he so goes. Let's do it. Captain? <laughs> you join me? Oh my. I don't, I don't want to play this whole thing. <laughs> Out of the tree of life, I just picked me up. He's got a good voice, though, too. You came along and everything started to... Yeah, Cisco. Get a boy. All right, yeah. No, <laughs> um, we're not doing that. I mean, it's not... It's not... Yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, this grand vampire says Scopely owns the rights to that one right there. Actually, no, CBS does. CBS actually owns that one right there, too. So, uh, anyway, uh, welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you guys being here. Um, yes, we've got uh, Ripper. Obviously, I chose the song Tongue in Cheek, but let me ask you, all right? You've been around. You've been around since day one. You've seen the game. You've seen how it's evolved. 
Um, and and yesterday we were briefly introduced uh, to not only the upcoming arc, but we also were giving we were given some of the general ideas uh, potentially moving forward in this catalog. Um, what do you what do you think? What do you feel? Do you feel and obviously again tongue in cheek, uh, but do you feel that the best is potentially yet to come in this game? I'd like to get just like your general idea about what we learned yesterday and what's coming soon, what's coming later, et cetera, et cetera. What do you think? Uh, yes, I do believe so. Mm. A man of many words. The best is yet to come. <laughs> the best is yet to come. Snake Eyes says it can hardly get worse. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Of course it could get worse. Of course it could get worse. It could go back to no communication. It could go back to no promotion and no hype. It could go back to everything being expensive AF. Okay? It could go back. It could go back to the days of quote unquote the original epic event store it could go back to the days of coming soon it could go back to the days of bugs being reported and never fixed which is a sensitive topic for me at this particular moment okay but it could go back to the days of nothing getting done it could go back to the days of of pre-planned development and cookie cutter events all right it yeah okay Snake Eye says, my point was, we have seen the worst. So now we have to see better. Okay. That's right, Weg. It could go back to to the Talking Trek unofficial podcast. (laughs) That's right. I know, honestly, like, they are trying to get, like, expand on what they do with events and stuff, you know, new new type of events that we have never seen. And and I'm, I'm fairly sure there's more coming in, in the future, and this is just the start of, of more new things. Anibus says we could do the Mega Cube again, and you missed the first part of the conversation, all right? Like, like you know, that <laughs> that could happen, uh, but I, I hope not, okay? I don't expect that. Um, I do expect that it, could, that it could be something that's iterated in the future in a modified form or fashion. Epic Neo says the future is always bigger and brighter. Snake Eye says... When it was unofficial, we weren't two and a half hours long. See, they liked the long form. We became official after we got the, after we <laughs> extended the time. Okay, Kirko says we are only. Ooh, I like this comment, man. I actually really, really like this comment. Thank you. We are only in our second year of our five-year mission. That's actually kind of beautiful. Ain't gonna lie, Kirko. That may have touched me right here. That may have hit me right in the feels. Okay, it's relevant. And this is obviously important to all of us. These properties are important. He was, listen, Snake Eyes, they had a 10-year roadmap, he says. No, he's talking about the original five-year mission. Captain Kirk and, and, and Commander Spock and their original five-year mission into the unknown. At least that's how I interpret it. Kirko, is that how you meant it? Because that, that's how I felt about it. All right? I feel like you're saying that, that you know, that you were tying it together in a very sweet and and, you know, heartfelt way. He says, that's exactly how I meant it, Snake Eyes, you pessimist SOB. All right. <laughs> I mean, the nice thing is, is they're actually listening to the player base more. And I think that's really going to expand the playability of the game as well as the future of the game. You know, if a player feels like they're being listened to, they're going to be willing to spend more, just uh, invest more of their time 
mm-hmm. you know, and get more involved with the game overall. Are you trying to say <laughs> that the more they listen to us, the better the game gets? <laughs> well, yeah, amazing. It, it's amazing it's how that works. Shocking, isn't it? <laughs> I know, right? Craziness, Scopely. God, who would have thunk it? All right? Who would have thunk that you could have actually come here and and written and create and innovate and reiterate what your player base wants and we're happier. Gosh. It's crazy. Snake Eyes now see you're getting a little bit you're getting you're getting people grumpy now. He says we're talking about the five year mission. He says, Well, in that case, it's been a long road getting from here to there. All right. Yeah, most a lot of people didn't like that one. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people didn't like that one. Uh, yeah, Crush says, I got, I got, I got faith. Yeah, thank you. Oh, there to hear. Sorry, whatever. Read the lyrics, Greg. Sorry, whatever. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> funny. I got faith of the heart, Crush says. All right, guys. Oh, by the way, I did want to correct myself. Um, and I don't even remember. You know what? It was Fartasia, Ripper. Fartasia corrected me the other day. I apparently misspoke a quote, ladies and gentlemen, so I must now take this opportunity to correct myself on apparently what I did that was just absolutely uh, blasphemy, okay? Like, like seriously, I said something on the last show. And by the way, I wasn't the only one. Somebody else came out and said, oh, yeah, that was, uh, that was uh, Inspector Gadget or whoever it was. No, <laughs> um, Detective uh, Sherlock Holmes. I was like, wait a second, this is a Star Trek podcast. By the way, I did say it wrong, but so did all of you. Once you have eliminated the impossible, whatever remains, however improbable, must be the truth. That was uttered by one man, and one man only, and it was Spock. Occam's razor. It was Spock. Okay. Once you've eliminated the impossible, whatever remains, however improbable, must be the truth. Uh, Ripper, I want to spend a couple of minutes with you today, if you don't care, uh, exploring a few items in Ripper's Corner. We haven't had a chance to do this uh, for the last couple of weeks, and I want to give you a couple of updates as well. Are you serious, Commander Taylor? <coughs> Jerry Ryan said it too. Data. Apparently, Commander Data said it as well. Golly, I, I don't remember that. It's weird. The, the Spock one sticks out in my head. I don't remember the Data one. I definitely wouldn't know the Sherlock one, because, you know, whatever. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ripper's Corner. Uh, we are, without a doubt, absolutely thrilled and pleased to welcome Ripper back to the show. I know it's getting a little bit late. Golly, 5 o'clock. It's 11 o'clock your time. So we need to get ready to wrap this thing up for Ripper so he can get to sleep. By the way, Ripper, are you doing? Are you oh, doing? No, it's fine. You doing better? Or like, are you feeling better? Yeah, I've been I've been getting more sleep now. It's, That's it's uh, all good. No worries. I'm glad. I'm I, glad I, I still have some time. Don't worry. We can we can go. Okay. All right. Well, listen. Longer. There's a couple of things that we've been talking about uh, over the last week or two that you've been gone. The first one uh, is the protected cargo bug. The protected cargo bug. Uh, you and I have actually spent a great deal of time. Okay, You and I have spent a great deal of time trying to investigate this. And by the way, I will tell you, I have said to the community, and I said to Ripper yesterday, Scopely has been communicating. Scopely's been communicating on this bug. The problem is, it just flipping eludes us, Ripper. I mean, all, thought, all of us, even, yep. even you, Ripper have tried to find a reasonable 
uh, explanation for this bug. We haven't found it. We we have. I am actually, officially now out of ideas. We have actually disproven every hypothesis we've come up with. It's insane. I don't know where it's coming from. It's not the hunter research. It's not the hunter research. It's not related to officer. It's not related to crew. It's not related to ship. What in the ever-living bloody hell can it be? We've run out of ideas. We absolutely you know, have run I'm, out of ideas. You know, the only way I could find out would be if I debug it myself. Well, Scopely, listen. But for that, I need code access, which I don't have. So, you know, All right, Scopely, listen. Ripper says he can fix it. I'm sure for the small, tidy sum of somewhere in the neighborhood of ten to 15,000 euros, okay, he would be more than willing to go in and fix this bug. And, and by the way, I'm going to go out on a limb and say ten to 15,000 euros is probably not expensive when you compare it to the engineering time already spent on this You came up bug. with that price right now. I sure did. I think, that's, I think that's fair, don't you think? I mean, that's a lot of money, right? Isn't I'm that a lot of money? That's a lot of money, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I bet you they've already spent more than that trying to solve this bug. I mean, seriously. I don't know. You know, I'm I'm just I'm I'm not demanding anything. I'm just saying I I'm I'm fairly confident I could find out what's happening. I'm just I'm just advocating for you. I'm just advocating for you. Listen, he'd probably also do it for a few million latinum. Okay, uh, but yeah, El Chipo says now that's actually pretty cheap for debugging, right? See, I was trying to advocate for you, uh, Ripper. I was trying to help you out, son. Listen, Scopely. For fifteen thousand know, euros, honestly, take... for, for me, it's more important to get it fixed. You know, <laughs> for the for the betterment of the community. You know. Oh, hold on! I gotta change your sound for just a second, guys. For the betterment of the community, right? For the betterment of the community, Ripper is willing to do it for free. Okay, but I would never let that happen, Ripper. I won't let that happen. I, I, I mean, obviously, I got no control of whether or not that would happen. I would absolutely advocate for you, though. I would say, hey, listen, all right, let's let's work out some compensation. Let's get him on the payroll because he can help. He can help, okay. And then, and then, um, you know, as your representative, as your as your manager, I guess so to speak, you know, your negotiator, I just take a small fee of ten percent, right? Just. just I, <laughs> I think that's fair, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna orchestrate this whole thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Meow says I would absolutely donate five dollars for this, guys. That's that's what we're gonna do. Okay, we're gonna set up a fundraiser. We're gonna set up a fundraiser, and uh, who gets the funds? Wait, Ripper has to get the funds, but we still gotta convince Scopely to give Ripper access. All right, we still, we still gotta still gotta convince Scopely to give him access. Uh, but yeah, no, we we in all seriousness, all right, we're joking aside. We we have we have exhausted every idea we've got. As a matter of fact, one that I was grasping at straws with. You even told me I feel like you're grasping at straws here. I was I was considering looking at the protection researches. You know, like the trite and the steel and the dill protection. Uh, for example, Hank DM, uh, Hank DM sent over some research that was able to potentially actually prove that it may not have anything to do with the attacker's account, but that it could potentially have something to do with the defender's account and the defender's research, because Hank was able to duplicate this issue with some players. By the way, he was using Pike Moreau Chen on a Stella with keys, security keys, which, by the way, there's no hunter research for that. Now, there is a ship ability, 
but we can also take the Stella and go hit Borg Probes, or we can take the Stella and go raid a base, and it doesn't work. Okay? So, it's not the Stella herself, so to speak. All right? So, yeah, I, I am now resorting to looking at potential defensive research as Ripper. If you had to think about it for just a moment, is there anything defensively that even makes a modicum of sense. I mean, it doesn't even have to make like full I, sense. I, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't have all of the research in my head. I think it's, it's a couple hundred, but I can't think of any, me neither, any one research that would, in, in any way, should affect this. I can't think of it either. Moxavian says, "What about protection research working backwards? You got to remember, you got to remember, this bug has been around for about a year." So it's not going to be anything territory research tree related. It would have to be something in Galaxy, which, by the way, there was a protected cargo uh, research in Galaxy, but it supposedly only affected the Botany Bay. All right. So no, um, no, no. It's survey ships. Or okay, sorry, survey ships. All right. But the so Stella, that doesn't apply to Stella. So Stella don't apply, and Vidar don't apply. Okay. But could potentially survey ships. In the system, maybe let's let's tie two things together here. And again, like I said yesterday, Ripper's like, dude, you're totally grasping at straws here. What if, what if the Stella, what if the Vidar, which by the way are non-faction affiliated, what if accidentally that particular key code got messed up? What if, because we already know that faction research affects ships inaccurately sometimes what if the non-faction ships are getting the classification meant for survey ships potentially yeah but those issues only really happen on on the client side calculations and not on the server side calculations so once they're out of dock it switches over to different calculations what if what if we see that we're taking home all this stuff but we're not actually taking it home what if the client is showing us something and the server is less? No, that doesn't work because I can spend it. Whatever I take home, I can spend. Ugh. Not my game name says, what if they're not applying the research at the target level, but actually at the system level instead? That would not make a whole lot of sense, game name, but there's a lot of things code-related that don't make a lot of sense. So, I mean, I guess that's possible. You say also maybe vaults are just broken, but it's not just the vaults. Okay, it's also protected cargo on ships, not only in raiding, but in Borg space, exchange space, but for whatever reason, not swarm space. Galvez says maybe that's just miscalculating protected cargo. Nope, not that either. We verified on several different ships. Ripper even did that too. We looked at our ship. We looked at the base statistics for our tiers and our components. And then we added up all the research, and we mathematically derived what our protected cargo should be, and it matches the client. The looter says, what if Ripper has been employed by Scopely the entire time to throw us off the scent? (laughs) Is that possible? That would have been evil. (laughs) But, But it would be really funny. All right, it'd be really funny, and we'd never know. Like, you could just keep it on. Like, we're joking about it now, and you can go home tonight and be like, whoo, dodged a bullet, but here we go. We're, we're still rolling. <laughs> All right? Jayberg says, I think I just heard a smile in Ripper's, in Ripper's voice. Yeah, I think so, too. I think I think his his parted lips from ear to ear just spread that beard hair right on open. All right? Like, he's, he's smiling real, smiling pretty heavy right now. Ripper no, does uh, smile. Uh, honestly, but though, with this whole 
Chicago thing, I, I'm 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 out of ideas. That just yeah. doesn't. Jerry doesn't Ryan says, "Wait a second! You mean it doesn't affect the Franklin?" You are correct. Doesn't happen on the Franklin. No flipping like, clue why. From from what I've seen, it affects the ships that have hunter research or resources that apply to the hunter research. I know. But, well, you know, well, keys, keys though, security keys. There's no hunter uh, research for that. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's happening in yeah. keys. And not to mention what Scopely said that they did. Now, obviously, folks. Yeah, I know. But, you know. They didn't tell me. I mean, I, I didn't get to observe the testing, okay? So I didn't, I didn't get to see the testing. But they simply said, we created an account that had no research, and we were still able to duplicate this issue. Which means that maybe it's not something in your, in your account. Maybe it's something in the Defender's account. I mean, that, that has to be. If they created a base account with zero research and they're able to duplicate the bug, then it has to be something in the player's, in the defender's research. I mean, that's the only potential answer, right? It has to be. I, need, I mean, I don't know. Could they reproduce it with, like, two players with no research at all? I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to get it in. We're going to have to get it on. Talking bugs with Ultimate DJs and Ripper of Ripper's Corner. Jerry Ryan says, here's your answer. The Franklin's been custom-coded and the rest have been copy-pasted. Well, the Franklin was the original event ship, wasn't it? Or was the Botany Bay first? No, I think it was the Franklin. Yeah, but it, there's, there's more stuff to it, isn't there? Chick says, isn't the real question, haven't they been able to replicate the bug itself? Yes, they have. They have on an account that they created specifically for this bug that has no hunter research and they were still able to duplicate the bug and by the way they didn't use hunter officers they didn't use any hunter ships they didn't use any g4 ships and they didn't use stella and they were still able to duplicate the bug well this this wasn't on a real server oh wait they did it do what test server oh yeah no i'm sure it wasn't on a real server but it doesn't matter. If they were, I mean, in this particular case, Chick, all right, it's not like we're testing lag. If they were actually able to duplicate it even on a test server, then, then it is clearly a widespread issue. Moxavian says, let's focus the same energy on what causes shield to drop for no reason. Moxavian, that issue's been solved for a year. Now, why it happens, like, they, I don't think that they've solved why it's happening. Yes, you're right, it still happens. But they know why it happens. They just haven't found the reason for it. All right? Like, yeah, that, that still Wasn't happens. Wasn't that because, like, ships outside of base getting that attacked and then the server getting confused to attack you? Exactly. Yeah, there, there was something that was causing your ship to actually throw an attack even though, you know, you were offline. Okay? Jayberg says, we had a person whose shield dropped last night. Now, guys, listen, let me, let me be super clear about this one. And I know, I know I'm going to come off as a villain here for a second. Okay? But for the love of Pete, why do you guys leave ships out overnight? I, I've literally been saying for a year that this bug is acknowledged. This bug has not been fixed. Why would you put yourself at risk like that? I mean, that's absolutely insane. Look, Snake Eyes says, hell, I saw my survey ship take off on its own the other day and target somebody. It happens. So why would you put yourself at risk? With, it's happening without ships out. One of my admirals, it happens to him every couple of weeks. 
Every couple of weeks, no. I, I, I have a hard time buying the odds on that, okay? I have a hard time buying the odds on that. If it, I mean, if it's happening to him, you know, every single month or twice a month, yeah. I ain't buying that. that. That's more of a sink issue, okay? He's not getting his shield up, all right? That's probably the lost data packet. Uh, again, for lack of better terms, poor internet. All right, that's a loss of data packet. That's a shield not ever going up. Okay, look at Hugo. Never a single shield fail for over two years. Okay, that's certainly possible. All right, I don't leave ships out. All right, uh, El Chipo says uh, it's got to be related to server sync. I have ships out all the time. The shield bug has never happened to me. I'm not saying. Listen, and that's why I don't buy that it happens to the same player twice a month. FYI, there is a lot of people that this has never happened to. But for the people that are having it occur. We have absolutely nailed down. We have looked at the logs. You could be, it it could be the dead of night. It could be three o'clock in the morning, your time. And the logs will definitively show that you attacked a player. By the way, we can actually also prove that you never logged into the game at that time. Okay. So for example, we could see, for example, that you threw a shield at 9 p.m. because you're old and you're going to bed Uh-oh. early. Okay? <laughs> it's 9 p.m. Well, what? Did they scrap the, the launch again? No, the, the, the game is going to... It's is kind of down right now. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, check on, we'll check on that here real quick. All right? Let's say that, you're, that you're, you're going to bed early like me. I'm an old man, all right? I go to bed at 9 o'clock, all right? I can see... In the logs, if I requested them, obviously I don't have real-time access. If they, if they pulled my logs, they could see that I activated a shield at 9 o'clock. All right? By the way, they also close my port. When my phone goes inactive, if I turn off my phone, okay? And you guys have seen this before, by the way. Here's, here's some real-time. Ripper, back me up on this if, if I'm explaining it right. If I'm not, then correct me. When you guys, if your phone changes windows and goes to another app or, or it times out and it goes to the lock screen, right, and you come back in five minutes, sometimes the game will pull right back up where you were, right? But some other times the game has to go through the login focus, uh, the login process again, right? That's because you have timed out on the server, okay? So, so you can even see in these logs that the server will time out and disconnect your port. Okay, meaning that your client officially has lost connection with the server and you're out. All right, they can log that. And then, oddly, strangely enough, ghost in the machine at 3 a.m. without ever reconnecting to the server, your shield or your ship will initiate an attack. (laughs) All right, they have acknowledged this. This is not news. They have acknowledged it. Okay, DJ, but if operations can check when a particular person was last in the game, so when when he was active, Mm -hmm. do we still need to do all those screenshots or is operations or our customer service right now checking those logs for everybody to make sure that... Because CS doesn't have access to those logs. Okay? You're talking engineering logs. Okay, CS has access to certain things. All right. But but just like Dino here in Discord, there are things that that some people can see that other people can't. The administrator can see other things. And then there are things that even I can't see that Discord is tracking on the back end. All right. So so, yeah, always cover your butt because you never know who you're going to get to give this a first look. All right. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? CYA. Always CYA. Okay, like 
literally, like that's a no-brainer. Always. Okay? Always. So, so they, you know, certain individuals, and by the way, I'm not, again, I'm saying it's customer service can't see this. You got to provide your evidence. All right. But what I'm saying is upon investigation, let me rephrase when we have dove so, so deep into this. And by the way, I don't mean, you know, one person saying, okay, here, let's a player ID and let's look, blah, blah, blah. Oh, there it is. Okay. We're talking deep, deep dives into logs on the engineering level. Okay. Deep, deep dives into engineering logs at the engineering level. And when this bug occurs, they can see that you've been out. And randomly in the middle of the night, without ever reconnecting to the game, your ship will initiate an attack. That is the bug. It's a ghost in the machine. And no, they have not solved it. They have no idea why it happens. It is really, truthfully, a mind-boggling thing. Just like this protected cargo bug. We have no flipping clue. All right, everything we think of, everything we think of gets messed up. Okay? Everything we think of gets disproven. Which is why you continue to cover your butt and why I've continued to point out and remind to people, don't leave ships out at night. Like, that is the most risky business you could possibly do. That's the most insecure thing you could do. Like, that is literally leaving your base doors unlocked. That is you going out of town for the weekend and leaving your your house front door unlocked with a sign that says, hey, there's a 50-50 shot you can rob me blind. Just keep an eye on me. (laughs) Okay? Like, seriously, that's exactly what it is. You got a 50-50 shot of me being wide open and not paying attention because I'm leaving my ships out at night. Don't do it. Don't do it. Silliness. That's absolutely stupid to say for the six to eight hours or whatever that you're sleeping, your ships can't be doing anything passive. That's absolutely ridiculous. Okay, that's you your opinion. That. But but yeah, that's your yeah. opinion. But guess what? Your alliance admiral gets raided twice a month because he doesn't listen to some common sense. Okay, listen. You. I mean, I don't. I don't disagree that this shouldn't happen. Oh, it's, sure. It's, it I, has been going on way too long, in my opinion. But absolutely. I, I no. listen. I'm not arguing that it shouldn't happen. I'm just saying, why wouldn't you protect yourself? Because you know it still happens until it gets fixed. Why wouldn't you cover your own butt? I mean, we've had this conversation before. If you know that there is even a 10% chance of shield uh, shield failure, why would you put yourself at risk? Okay, I mean, that's, that's just absolutely insane. I literally don't leave ships out at night because I am not willing to risk it because I know on my server, the 12 billion in resources that I have will be gone in three to four hours. If it happened at the right time of the night, I would be zeroed. Dahagas says, don't blame the victim. I'm not blaming, I'm not blaming the victim, Dahagas. I'm saying you have in front of you a potential mechanic to protect yourself. Why wouldn't you use that? All right? it, 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 I mean, it's no different in, in some form or fashion than the shield mechanic itself. You throw a shield to protect yourself. If you don't throw a shield, you're at risk. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you? And by the way, Pounce, you're absolutely right. It's not 10%. It's probably less than a tenth of a percent, to be honest with you. All right? I, I'm, I'm, it's very, very small. But also why I can't believe that it happens to the same player twice a month. 
And if it does, how many times are you going to let that happen before you start doing something different? You know, I mean, if you've been rated twice a month for the last year because of this bug, there does come a point where you can say, all right, I'm going to do something a little different to keep my resources in my base versus giving them away twice a month for the last year. Okay. And again, I, I maybe I'm coming across harsh. I agree with Ripper. It should not be happening, but it is okay. Just like there should not be crime in the world. But there is, okay? There should not be hunger in the world, but there is. So what are we going to do about it, all right? We can sit back and blame other people, or we can do something about it, all right? Simply put, all right? And so there, there is what it is. So, yeah, for that bug, for this bug, for that bug, for this other bug, you just have to know. Listen, that right now, there's absolutely nothing you can do to prevent your protected cargo from being taken. Okay? You literally can't do anything to protect your protected cargo right now if you're in Borg space. Wardod came and hit me for 260,000 probes the other day. Absolutely nothing I can do except for A, don't go. B, keep a very wide berth of my surroundings. Okay, very wide berth in my surroundings. Like if somebody even breathes my direction, I'm going to warp out. Okay, that's my protection. Obviously, no, I shouldn't be losing all that cargo, but I am. I am. So am I going to let Wardod keep taking my stuff or am I going to try to go home with something? Okay. Captain Planet says, but if the response to crime was don't go out at night, you would move. Yeah, I probably would. It, it's no different than, than when I hear somebody say, well, this person keeps humping my base. They're griefing my base. Port. Port. All right. I mean, you know, I know that, that, that a lot of people want to blame other people for a lot of things a lot of the time. And a lot of times it's merited. Okay. It's justified. This is Scopely's problem. Agreed. But you can at least have some degree of personal responsibility in protecting your own self if you know Scopely isn't. And there we go. Full circle. It's been around for more than a year. <laughs> yeah, Snake Eyes has a better example. He's shockingly better with this particular set of words than I am. If you get mugged every time you walk down that alley at 11 o'clock at night in the middle of the city, don't walk down that alley at 11 o'clock in the middle of the city anymore. Same thing. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. And Quackfu says you're still blaming the victim. No, no. All right, yeah, the person broke the law, the person mugged you. All right, but there's still a learning process there, Quackfu. All right, if something bad happened, if you put your hand, okay, here's a better example. Okay, here's a better example. If you turn on the stove and you put your hand on the burner and you burn the crap out of your hand, okay, is that the stove's fault? Or is it yours? All right. Now, you might have not hey, known that the stove case, was on. That stove would of... have to have been turned off and then been randomly turning on at odd, weird times 1% of the time DJ, that it's live. DJ, I don't kind so. quite agree with you because uh, the game is some sort of premium product. Not for everybody because a lot of players are free to play, so they are not paying for add-ons for the packs, etc. But some people do pay for it. And you, you get a product 
product that is kind of damaged. In a normal scenario, you could return that product and get your money back. But we, because we have a really great uh, group of people playing the game and paying for the packs, the company is still going. So the company does not is not being forced that much to fix those those kind of bugs. So I kind of agree with people who are losing resources because of those bugs that with the premium product, especially if they are paying for it, there should be so they should expect a little bit more. Okay. A little bit. I'm, I'm not listen, saying I'm not saying you shouldn't expect it to be fixed. We, we are not, I believe nobody has disagreed that. with that one. This bug makes the money so they don't want to yep. fix it. Listen, I, I I don't think any of us are on opposite sides of each other here. Okay. We I, I agree with Ripper. Yes, the bug shouldn't exist. Yes, it is Scopely's fault. And yes, with proper evidence, Scopely is reimbursing players for the problems that they have experienced. Okay? Sometimes. All I'm all I'm saying to you is if you know of a certain surefire way to prevent putting yourself in the position of maybe getting reimbursed, why wouldn't you exercise that right? Okay? I mean, why wouldn't you exercise that right? Why wouldn't you take that precaution? Uh, I'm just saying. I mean, you're you're putting yourself at additional risk by choosing, by the way, choosing to take a risk with your station and with your materials that you don't have to take. It's no different than than alcoholism or smoking. I smoke, okay? I smoke. I acknowledge the fact that I am in a higher risk for medical conditions either today or tomorrow or down the road, yet I still choose to smoke. Okay? That is a choice that I'm making. All right? May not be smart, <laughs> but I have chosen to do so. All right? Also, that doesn't mean you shouldn't complain about this being an issue. I agree. I agree. I'm not saying don't make noise about it. They've known about it for over a year. Absolutely, they should be trying to fix it. All right? All I'm saying is, it, it's you know, Snake Eyes have actually had this argument in the past. All right? Um, he has told me, he said, you know, you should not be encouraging players to use a workaround. Okay? And, and we had a long actual argument about this. All right? And, and my, my argument in the end came back to, Listen, I'm not trying to defend the bug. Not at all. Not at all. I am offering you or encouraging you to defend yourself. Okay? Count on nobody. Rely on nobody. You can't rely on the phone list of your alliance. You can't rely on Scopely. You can't rely on your team to defend your base. Rely on nobody. Protect yourself. Okay? Fallopian says, focus on the problem, not the workaround. It's coming off as if Scopely doesn't need to fix. Use your platform to push for a fix. And I, listen, we've been talking about it for 20 minutes. Okay? Sure. I mean, hey, it's on the platform. Hey, Scopely, listen to the last 20 minutes. Okay? This is a very divisive it, situation. People are actually upset about it. People are losing real money goods as a result. And you've had ample time. All right. Now that's the Scopely. To I you guys, wonder about one thing because from the development perspective, and I was working with uh, multiple different architectures and you know language coding, etc. If you can reproduce a bug 
in your closed environment. As you said, they were able to reproduce it with a freshly created account. There is this technique which allows you to run the debug on the backend and the application and like run line after line of the code and see where the problem starts in. Now, listen, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a programmer. that much different that they cannot use this debugging technique to just... First of all, I've been told by, by one person, don't know how accurate it is, Ripper, you could probably say. Uh, you, you probably have some idea. I've been told that there are literally more than tens of millions of lines of code in this game. All right? I don't know if that's true. Don't know if that sounds exaggerated. I have no idea. All right? That sounds a bit much. It's, it's okay, I don't know. Fine. I don't know. I have no but, idea. I don't write code. All right. But I, I also suggest that we have talked about the, the terrible core architecture of this game. And, and I don't know what tools that they have to use. Maybe that, that tool is something Ripper has that maybe they don't have. And that's why he says he can fix it in an hour. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't say an hour, DJ. <laughs> this, this is for after party, maybe, to go totally deep in this. Well, yeah, we probably we probably should move on. Scale, uh, Snake Eyes, where are we at on time? It probably is about time to do a community Q&A, take a break, and play a game. But I'm going to wrap up with this. I'm going to wrap up with this, folks. All right. I Maybe I'm not communicating this right. Okay. Maybe I'm not saying it proper. And if that's the case, I do apologize. I am not telling you it's your fault. I am not blaming you. All right. I am not telling Chick that I'm not saying to your admiral that it's his fault. I'm saying that if, if you know that this is a risk, is there anything wrong with protecting yourself? All right? I don't leave ships out at night. I truly don't. I don't, ever. Okay? Um, I don't have a problem doing my dailies. All right? Now, maybe I have a little bit more time to play in the day than some other people. I get that. Everybody's situation is different. Maybe you feel like you're forced to play overnight if you have no time to get anything done. Maybe your server allows that type of gameplay. Okay, mine certainly does not. Okay, absolutely doesn't. So all I'm saying is, if your situation condones it, then there is no reason that you should not take the additional step that's been laid out in front of you to protect yourself. Um, you know, and 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 I'm going to wrap up with that. All right, I'm not defending. Any bug, obviously. Okay? Definitely not. Should be fixed. Plain and simple. But until it is, there is a way for you to keep yourself a little bit safer, and we've shared that with you, and whether or not you choose to adopt that is completely up to you, and I wish you the best, and now we're done. Okay? El Chipo says, I disagree with your solution of keeping ships in at night, but I do agree with protecting yourself. Okay, well, in this particular case, there's not a heck of a lot of difference in this scenario, Cheapo. Right now, the way to protect yourself is to keep your ships in. Obviously, that's not what we want. We want it to be fixed, and Scopely Hear Us needs to be fixed. All right, but that is the scenario. That's what's happening. And until we do get it fixed, there is a way to keep yourself safe. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we return, uh, I do have a little bit more for you coming up on Arc 3. All right, I got a little bit more for you. Ripper might have just another one or two little nuggets of wisdom for you. And it's coming up right after this break, along with a community Q&A blast and a game for you to win a prize. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we will give you an opportunity to win free stuff right here 
in this show. You got an opportunity to play, and that is coming up here in just moments. As a matter of fact, also today, Spam It! Spam It! is being drawn today. So, while we are here, listen, if you're listening live, go on up into the Spam It! room. If you have not registered yet, today is the day. 500 materials will be given away on this show with our Spam It! game coming up in less than than 15 minutes all right it's spam it it's coming up 500 materials go up there into the room leave your comments post anything let the bot catch you get registered and a spam it winner will be drawn two winners today on talking trek live my name is ultimate djs i am your host of star trek fleet command's official podcast will return in a moment don't go anywhere this program is made possible in part by a grant from downer the fabric softener that relaxes your clothing and you with 10 percent horse tranquilizer It's the reality show that's eliminating the competition. Introducing Canceling with the Stars. Do you realize how insane you sound saying that? Twelve celebrities will have their tweets reviewed by an angry mob they've never even met. (laughs) And one contestant will get results that nobody likes. You're fired. Canceling with the Stars. Now playing on TV and coming soon to a lawsuit near you. Somebody else and I don't need you What if this goes south? What if I mess you up? You say what if I break your heart in two then what? Well I hate girl, I feel girl but not so fast For you make your mind up, I gotta ask What if I was made for you and you were made for me? What if this is it? What if it's meant to be? What if I ain't one of them fools just playing? Welcome back, everybody. What if? <laughs> yeah, little Kane Brown. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. Your mics are potted back up. Welcome back to Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And yeah, the song is What Ifs. I probably should have played it for the first break, Ripper. <laughs> we we ended up getting way off the topic of my what if conversation. I really kind of wanted to get back into that. Um, I, I wanted to get back into the fun and the imagination. It's so funny, Ripper. This show is a freaking roller coaster, okay? We started out. Everybody was happy. Everybody was daydreaming. Everybody was thinking about things they won in the game. And then somehow... <laughs> <laughs> somehow we brought everybody down by a hundred all right somehow reality yeah, somehow on this show we took you from living in the clouds to straight down to the gates of hell is what we did right here <laughs> oh no i'm i'm on the same level as always <laughs> you, you you know what ripper i can always count on you to be level-headed man absolutely blue mandalorian says talking about game issues will have that effect I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. That bugs were never in my plan for today. It literally was not. Today was supposed to be full of optimism and hope. All right. So, yeah, sorry. Neelix says it's a very bipolar show. Sorry. I didn't mean for that to happen. <laughs> it just happened. All right. Hey, listen, I do want to draw attention to one comment. This is actually a very good question. Okay. Uh, from European Server 175, Stalka says, if you know about the problem, then yes, you can protect yourself. What happens about the people who are unaware that causes it? You know what? The answer to that, Stalka, 
is, is challenging, okay? And you're absolutely right. That's why content creators do what they do. That's why Snake Eyes and I put as many hours a week into producing content and doing this show and doing the YouTube and having this Discord and answering the questions. That's why we do what we do, all right? It is an take effort. It, it is an effort to protect the community. At the end of every huh? shield. What? It just says, like, maybe. You know, 12 oh, hours, maybe. <laughs> maybe, okay? Uh, listen, what, what we do is for the community. What all the content creators do and the moderators, it's for the community. Listen, the, the company doesn't always, doesn't always communicate every single tiny little thing, even though Ripper and I have been extremely avid advocates for them to communicate more. And, and I agree that they are communicating some more, but certainly not enough. Is anybody happy? Ripper, are you 100% are you satisfied with the level of communication? Because I'm still not. It's better. No. But I'm still not 100%. It has improved significantly, but, absolutely. you know, absolutely. still a lot of room for improvement. There is absolutely room for improvement. So that's why we do what we do, Stalker. And, so, and this is why at every single episode, I say, please, share this with your team. Uh, get them the information. If, if you're the only person on your alliance who listens, then God bless you. All right? I wish that more people would come in. But I also understand that two-and-a-half-hour radio show twice a week is too much for some people. It, it's a ton of content. I get that. Not everybody has time to do that. This, this show, Really Ripper, is, is kind of designed for people who have, you know, long rides to work or have to ride the bus or, or like to work out for five hours a week or something like that, okay? Like when, when you're or doing something to listen to while working. While working. When you're doing something else that, that is taking your time and attention, and that's one reason that we like this platform more than YouTube. YouTube requires you to be on the screen. If you minimize the screen, at least on your phone, the content goes away, okay? So that's why we do what we do here. Please share it. Share the information, all right? Invite people to listen to this show. Invite people to download the finished product on iTunes or Amazon Alexa or Google Podcast or Stitcher or Podbean or any of the others, <clears throat> all right? It's even on Roku TV, all right? Invite people to enjoy this content because we've said it time and time and time and time again. Wham, you and I just talked about this probably a week ago. People who listen to content, whether it's mine or not, Okay, whether it may not be this one, it might be no one shell, could be Revduce, could be Fortis, could be reading with Karnak. Maybe you don't like to listen to anything. Maybe you like to see it in front of you. Karnak publishes great articles. If you guys like to read, Karnak, God, he's your content creator. Check that out. It's good stuff. Okay, if that is the content that you want to consume, gosh, Harley, Harley does content in German. Okay, you got German speaking people. Let, let them listen to Harley's podcast. He does a podcast in German. It's genius. I, I, honest to God, Snake Eyes, Ripper, you'll probably find this hilarious. I have listened to Harley's podcast not knowing what the F he's talking about, but just listening to his voice and his delivery and his dialect. It's fascinating to me. It, it, it is. I've listened to two or three of his German-speaking podcasts not having any clue what he's talking about. Interesting. All right, but, but I, enjoy, I enjoy hearing it. I enjoy hearing it. So, guys, what I'm saying is, and yes, yes, okay, DeHaggis says, uh, DeHaggis, or no, it was uh, Blue Mandalorian. Did you just turn game issues into a plug? You're pure genius. Yes, I am. I am simply saying that listeners and consumers of content, listeners of this show, do, as a point of fact, have more information than somebody who does not consume content. 
There is absolutely no denying it. It is a plain and simple fact. Okay? Yeah, you're right. Nothing better. Elcars has a whole section on this, too. They've got a whole channel about bug reporting and suggestions and ideas and all that stuff. Okay? Plain and simple. People who consume content are more well-informed, more educated about the game, and you are going to be better or more protected, or have more information, or any other number of ways you want to put it, you will know more by consuming content. And if it's not mine, that's okay. It, it, different strokes for different folks, okay? Not everybody likes every content creator. That's okay. Gosh, just get some. Just get some, <laughs> okay? Just There's more than one, so, you know, you have a right. choice. There's several. There's several. Go, go get one. Enjoy it and learn. Yes, Snake Eyes. Yes, Snake Eyes. He says it's time for hints. That's not even the right daggone button. See, I, I scrambled. I scrambled to hit the button. It wasn't even the right one. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, Scalyback. Scalyback says, uh, I don't always go unshielded, but when I do, I'm listening to Talking Trick Live. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true. I'm not shielded right now, even. I'm shocked that nobody has come over to hit me. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, nobody's nobody's hit me. You know what? Just because I said that, Big's going to come and hit me, so I'm going to throw a shield. There we go. All right, there's a shield up. Time for arc hints. By the way, by the way, I'll say this real, real quick. Some people, some people, like Boaz... From the Remus server, thank you, sir. On your latest round of um, on your latest round of surveys, I actually had four or five people send me pictures of them writing in Talking Trek in the other tab of where you want to consume content. Thank you, by the way, if you did that, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. That was very kind of you, and I hope that more people do it. I think that was awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, we already told you. We already told you that a remaining item, a remaining item of the previously released roadmap is becoming a reality in Arc 3. We've said that. We have also said, quote, and I quote, be very careful with this one. This one's tricky. We have also indicated that it could potentially be argued that it starts with the letter S. Not necessarily clear and outright, just FYI, okay? But it could be argued that it could begin with the letter S. No, it's something starts with an S. Some, yes, something. Yeah, let me rephrase. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for the clarification. Something that is coming in the next arc could potentially be argued that it starts with the letter S. Scaly Bake says, that's not a hint. I'll tell you this. That is absolutely a hint. We, we, we spoiled you guys a little bit. Ripper, do you remember coming into Arc 2? We actually provided quote-unquote hints that were just bald-faced statements of fact. You remember when we did that? Like, we told yeah. you Bones was coming into the game. We told you Bones was coming into the game like, like two weeks early. That's not a hint. That's not a hint. That's just a, hey, here it is, okay? Here it is, Sky or uh, uh, Bones coming. All right, yeah, that's that's not a hint. All right, that's not a hint. A hint is something that that makes you think. 
Yeah, Snake Eyes, you're right. That's a leak, not a hint. All right? That's a leak, not a hint. So the hint that we have already indicated, Chick, is that, yes, indeed, we are getting another roadmap item. Another, whether it be different or the same, another release of the upcoming arc could be argued that it starts with the letter S. Zakara says, then give us a daggone leak. Traplord says, that's vague AF. <laughs> I like Snake Eyes. A hint is a verb to bring to mind by a slight mention or remote allusion to suggest in an indirect manner as to hint a suspicion, to make an indirect reference, suggestion, or allusion to allude vaguely to something. Thank you, Snake Eyes. That's exactly what a hint should be. <laughs> something from the original roadmap. And, and Chick, we talked about it during the, during the last arc. Uh, we said, hey, there was only three things left on the roadmap. Right? There was only three things left on the roadmap, which was, at the time, second builder, ship customizations, and away missions. Well, one of those things came. Now you only got two things to choose from. And one of those two things will present in the next arc. Okay? Now, a completely different hint being that a feature of the next arc can be argued can be argued that it starts with the letter S. That one's tricky, okay? Does that mean it starts with the letter S? Or does that mean that it doesn't start with the letter S, but maybe a synonym for that could start with the letter S, I guess. Okay? I mean, pfft, I don't know. That's, that's the hint that I'm providing with you today. All right, Infinite Key says, please let it be server merge. Well, that's possible. Starts with the letter S, don't it? Mm -hmm. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Could be. Shuttlecraft away missions, Burn Survivor? I like that creativity. Could be. Mm -hmm. Absolutely could be. Ripper, do you want to give him one more? Do you have anything vague and, and kind of hinty that you, would like to, that you would like to maybe offer them one more? I haven't thought about it enough. I haven't thought about it enough. Let me think. <clears throat> Let me think. If I can think of something very quickly, I guess, I guess I could mention about maybe one of the new officers, plural, that are coming next month. I mean, I guess we could mention, you know, that there there will be a specific officer coming next month. Just saying. I mean, that's probably about as much as I should give. Don't you agree, Ripper? Is that about as leaky as we can be? Yeah. I think so. I think so. Ladies and gentlemen, I think that's going to have to be about it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Chick says, wait, what? Huh? <laughs> Crazy Bob says, you could mention about a new ship. Huh? Wait, huh? All right. Scotty begins with an S. Huh? Wait, huh? Spockifically, a Borg Spock? That's funny, Meows. <laughs> that's actually really funny. Spockifically. Sif, sif. I can't say it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I tell you what. I tell you what. We'll wrap this up, okay? No more direct hints from me, but I will give you five minutes of community Q&A. I'll give you five minutes of community Q&A. You get your questions in now. Start typing them. We'll do the community Q&A. Snake Eyes, I will say, I had somebody actually uh, message me um, yesterday, just last night. He said, listen, I got to tell you, one of my favorite new segments of the entire show 
one of my favorite new segments of the entire show is the community Q&A blast. He's like, I think it's fun. He said mixing in the serious with the silly is, is a good way to measure it. It's a good way to keep it, keep it fun. He's like, but I really love that new segment. I'm glad. I hope you guys are liking it. I'm really glad that you guys are liking it. Uh, so community Q and a blast, we'll put that, we'll put four or five minutes up on the, uh, on the clock and we'll begin here in just a moment. Are we ready? Uh, and Ripper Ripper, um, listen, I very well may defer to you. I may defer to you on something that needs to be answered. And, and I may defer to you on a judgment call, answer it or not. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, if it were up okay. to me, if it were up to me, I'd answer everything. All right, so <laughs> so I gotta be careful here. Okay, so so snake eyes. Okay, truck and chick. See, truck and chick would tell me to tell. So she's not a very good. She's not a very good like checker. Okay, snake eyes, ripper. You guys gonna have to keep me on a leash, ladies and gentlemen. Community Q and A blast. Five minutes are on the clock, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Housekeeping says, do you mean this month or next? I do mean the month of March. Okay. Crazy Bob says, any mention about a new ship? <laughs> no. No new ship. Grand Vampire says, Scotty begins with an S. Yes, that is a true and factual statement. I agree. Zakara says, uh, they always have new officers, not really a hint. Okay, I'll buy that. That's fine. Uh, Epic Neo says, Jayla, unknown. All right. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not teasing. I, I don't actually know. Um, let's see. NC says USS Constellation. We've heard a lot of talk about the Constellation, haven't we, NC? But I did also just say no new ships, right? Housekeeping's asking again, new ship? No, new. R Ripper, is that a statement of fact? I think that's a statement of fact. No new ships this month, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fallopian says, will we see photon tokens? Please, 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 please say yes. Um... Since you did not ask in what time frame, yes, I can say that you probably will see Photon Tokens. I just don't know when. I Beglin says, is the patron list in any specific order? Yes, it is actually in the order of the date subscribed. It's in the order of the date subscribed because basically when someone's added, we just add them to the bottom of the list. All right. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Data System says, when is the officer upgrade coming? I, I honestly don't know. We haven't actually really discussed that lately. There's been a lot of stuff on the plate. Wegg says, are we getting a triple April Fool's event? Uh, what we did last year, and we haven't seen it since then. I would love to see that again. Obviously, I don't have any information on that, uh, and that's still a month away, but man, that would be great. I would love that, especially if they use 10 of 10 again. That would be a great way to source him out, Ripper. So I would yeah. be, I'd be really happy about that. Um, let's see. Crazy Bob says, when will we see the Borg back? Don't say soon. Sorry, soon. <laughs> Element of P says, what are your thoughts on the worms? So here's the thing. The worms are cool to look at. Uh, I have enjoyed them, but only in the PvP event. All right, really truthfully, outside of that PvP, PvE bonus event, the worms have been completely lackluster for me. I have not been hunting them. I'm not... I mean, they're just holding normal resources, so I got no reason to go hit them. All right, so, yeah, sorry. Um, let's see. Commander Taylor says, why is an F-250 Platinum 6.7-liter diesel crew cab over $200,000 out here? Well, I got no idea. I mean, how, what's, your, what's your currency conversion to the actual dollar bill? I don't know. That sounds really expensive, but I got no idea. Housekeeping says, didn't you ask this already? A new ship this arc? No new ship 
this arc. Andar says, any planned improvements for in-game chat? You know what? Honest to God, even last night, some of you guys, I did a very impromptu stream last night, and a few people saw that I actually wanted to go and show something in chat, and it was completely gone. Yes, the chat sucks. It sucks so bad. Uh, what happened with transporter pattern updates? Bubba Joe coming soon. They are still being talked about. As a matter of fact, we talked about them yesterday. They have not finalized their plans on that. It's still being discussed, but it's coming soon. JT Bob says, how long does it take Scopely to remove inactive players? Oh, gosh, Ripper. I think that number is right around six months of no logins. Is that correct? I think you know the answer to yeah, that. Yeah, but it, it's not fixed six months. I've seen less. I've seen more. Yeah, it's, it's ish. It's a, it's a ballpark. It's not a fixed formula. They're not purging every night. They do purges here so often. Meow says, Marcus, why is he broken? Is he broken? No, Marcus is not broken. Marcus is arguably one of the best officers in the game as Instead far as busting the, triangles. Uh, you, can't, you can't attack a base with Marcus's captain thing. Oh, is that what you're talking about? I don't, I I don't so. typically attack. And that's, by the way, that's as Marcus's captain, which I don't typically use him in that fashion. But uh, no, no, to my knowledge, he's not broken. There could be some thing with base rating, but I don't know if that's... That's the thing. Rude Dude says, DuPont, Mackinnon, Lorca. <sighs> Hard for me to answer that, Rude Dude. DuPont and Mackinnon were specifically brought up by the content creators in yesterday's meeting as asking how are these officers going to be sourced, and we were told they were going to look into it. Major says, what are you getting from Taco Bell this Friday? Oh, quesarito is definitely my favorite. I like the little... Uh, Maxi Melts too, but I have to order a cheesy roll-up, add beef, add tomato, because they don't actually do it anymore. Plus, I'm definitely going to get some potatoes, all right, because that's coming. Uh, definitely going to get some potatoes, because that's coming back. Um, let's see. Who is coming in the Transporter Pattern store? I, that I don't know. Can't honestly tell you that yet, because they haven't finalized a plan. I'll tell you that I have certainly made the recommendations that we all made, 5 of 10, 10 of 10, Lorca, uh, you know, Giorgio, and, and all them. That's what we've recommended. We just don't know when. All right. Panic 9000. Uh, that is Hal, by the way. Hal 9000 says new ships. Again, um, no new ships this arc. Um, the looter says, how did putting forward the bug list at the meeting go? Actually, it went surprisingly well. I, thanks to you guys, had video evidence of almost everything that we turned in. And they were actually able to get some, some context. I will actually tell you guys this. I'm going to take a quick timeout. Let me hit my bell for a second. All right, we've only got 30 seconds left in the game anyway. I'm going to give you um, a small piece of feedback. Folks, this is actually something, and, and Ripper will tell you, when you're trying to troubleshoot something, it's really important to have surrounding context. Okay? Uh, it's really important to have context because here's what, here's what I said. Or after I wrote, I mean, and it, by the way, it was pages. I submitted a very long report. And here was the response that I got. Many of these are already under investigation. We've definitely seen and shared many of these reports. What I have heard is that they need more specific details on reproducing the random ones, if possible. We get a ton of reports of X happening, but often without the details to actually force a reproduction, which is actually much harder to diagnose. Obviously, sometimes we just don't know, and, uh, and it's good that players acknowledge that. But if you have gathered or are able to find additional details from testing on when certain bugs actually occur, a.k.a. 
forcing duplication of the bugs. What are the scenarios that you are able to specifically identify to create an instance? What actions lead to them more? What scenarios are being done? Is the target in motion, for example? All right, That would be very, very helpful. That was the response mm. that I got. It seems if, if they played the game for more than 20 minutes, they would see 90% of everything. Possible. It d- depends on what they're specifically talking about, but I can totally attest to this. At, at my companies, I've always been... Like, bug reports come in, no steps to reproduce. I'm like, yeah. Good luck. Give yeah. me some or I don't touch this. Give me something to work with. Bye. <laughs> Ripper just hangs up on you. Okay. So, uh, yeah, obviously, I don't disagree. I do not disagree that them playing the game, they'd probably be able to do this. But also, it comes back to, listen, even if they did, even if they did, more sets of eyes is never a bad thing. All right. One player trying to reproduce something versus hundreds of thousands of players trying to reproduce something is going to yield different results. And so... Also, be- Go ahead, go ahead. Um, just because they, they ex- may experience those bugs while playing doesn't mean they know exactly... Like, they... It doesn't mean they know exactly what caused it, you know? To actually debug it and fix it, you have to reproduce those in a controlled environment. So you have to know what caused those issues. Just encountering them most of the time just in game doesn't actually help that much unless it's something very obvious that you can immediately see and know why it happened not only that not only that but i think it's absolutely no secret nor do we expect any different to be honest with you it's no secret that we are better players of this game there is absolutely no doubt. The strategy that's been deployed by the community is by far, in a way, different than what Scopely knows about this game. Okay, They design an officer, we figure out how to use it. Okay, They design a ship, we figure out how to use it. That's what we do because we are avid players of this game. Okay, so for them, like Ripper says, to be in a system when all of a sudden the Picard maneuver occurs... All right. They don't necessarily know or have any better insight than we would into how to create that. By the way, we are actually making a slight bit of progress with that. All right. Shout out, Big Country. We have been able to duplicate this bug. By the way, Wambulance. We have been able to duplicate this bug at a near 90% success rate by targeting and repeatedly retargeting a ship in motion. Probably shouldn't have said that out loud, but in your guys' testing, that is what we're seeming to find. If If your enemy is in motion and you target it, that's not good enough. Okay, but then retargeting and retargeting and retargeting, that is apparently what's causing the Picard maneuver. And I know that some people were asking about that, so there you go. Probably, again, probably definitely shouldn't have said that. (laughs) it sits out there now sorry all right you know what i'm gonna wrap up with that i know that we were gonna give more 30 30 more seconds but that's good that's good we we went way over our time and now you got the information that you need ladies and gentlemen it's time to play a game burn survivor says it works with hostiles also cc you already knew (laughs) you just weren't telling anybody nice knives i don't think i'm gonna cut that I don't think I'm going to get that because we want Scopely to know how to do it. 
We want this to become a loud enough problem, and I don't mean by pitchforks and burning fires. We want as many people as possible getting this fixed because it is, it's affecting gameplay, whether it be positive or negative to you in any one scenario. It is obviously an unintended mechanic, and the Picard maneuver must be corrected. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. Let them know. Let them know? Okay. Anarchy leads to war. Game name says, so wait, you want anarchy? First of all, I am extremely flattered, sir, that you think that that many people listen to my show. <laughs> thank you. I am touched, uh, but it's it's a very, very small percentage. Okay, so thank you. Um, thank you for reminding me how inadequate my, my numbers are. All right, guys, <laughs> let's play a game. <laughs> I'm sorry, there were a lot of questions. Um... I didn't get to all of them. I do apologize. That's right, Boaz. You are the 1%. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do a contest pick and welcome Captain Planets to the show. <laughs> Captain Planets, you got a chance to play in a game today. Would you like, please tell me that you can come in and play in voice. Uh, Captain Planets is here. He's typing, please come in voice. I would very much like for you to come and play in voice and play a game of Blurt today. He says, yes. He says, hang on. Very good. While we're hanging on, then, we're going to come up here into the spam it room. See, look at me, Snake Eyes. Look at me, Snake Eyes. I am going to properly multitask and utilize our time while we wait for Captain Planets. We are going to uh, come on in here. And, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to choose a spam it winner. I'm going to do it in 10 seconds. You guys make sure and choose or make sure and come up here and type if you haven't done so already. Welcome, Major. Welcome, Applewood Bacon. Welcome, Jetski. Welcome, Kraus who are getting registered right now as we speak. Meows, thank you. Darren, thank you. Arrow, thank you. Malice Wannabe, getting registered. All right, uh, fantastic. The SS Rat, <laughs> getting registered. Emperor Sun, getting registered. Kirko and Rome, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, your time is up. Spam it. Who is going to be the winner of 500 Uncommon Materials? Spam it. Find me a winner. Congratulations to Amgonzo. He's Amgonzo. Now, Captain James T. Kirk says it didn't take my spam. If it did not respond, then that means you were already registered. Remember, the registration period on this game is two weeks long. We only reset the bot twice a month, which I'm going to do here in just a moment. All right. Oh, Herc is jumping the gun. Hang on a second, you guys. I see everybody typing. They're all waiting for the bot to be reset. Just as a public service announcement, very quickly, there is a rate limiter on this bot. So once I spam this thing, all right, or once I reset it, um, you guys are all going to go nuts spamming it, but it's only going to be able to return five messages at a time. Very quickly, just as a PSA, if you are concerned about it not registering you, use the command bang, spam it, remove me. Remove me being one word, okay? Bang, spam it. The command is remove me. It will take you out, and then you can type again and get re-registered again, okay, if you're concerned about it registering you. But uh, here with the original rush, uh, it is not probably going to count everybody, or it's not. It's going to count you, by the way. It won't be able to respond to everybody because you guys just bang it up too fast, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, spam it. Reset. The module is now reset. You got, oh, look at that. <laughs> see, it's just going, it's going bonkers. Again, ladies and gentlemen, if you do not see the bot return a confirmation, then you uh, would be wise to use the bang, spam it, 
remove me command and then re-register. As you can see, it's responding in five message limits. So uh, there is a, uh, a rate limit there, okay? So just as a quick little helpful temp, that is bang, spam it, remove me, and then you can re-register if you're worried about it not answering you. Ladies and gentlemen, Captain Planets hopefully is here. <laughs> All right, Captain Planets, are you here in voice with us? Captain Planet. He said it was late where he is. He's trying to get in. He had to go find a quiet place to talk. I would imagine that the family must be snoozing right now. The family must be snoozing. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening yeah, to the game. What's up, Captain Planets? Welcome to the show. Listen, Captain Planets, I've got in front of me 10 questions. The game is blurred. We know how it plays. All right. I'm going to give you 35 seconds. I've got 10 questions in front of me. If you don't know the answer quickly and immediately, you got to pass, okay? Because I've got 10 questions total, but you only got to get five of them right to get the full benefit of your prize. Captain Planets, are you ready to play the game of Blurt? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, I'm going to turn your volume up a little bit. And I'm going to begin the 35-second timer at the end of me reading this first question. The first one is... An ornament that hangs from a necklace. A locket. A group of students meeting at set times for study or instruction. Class. A huge animal with a long trunk. An elephant. A bird raised for its eggs or as food. Did we lose him? Chicken. Okay. A group of wild animals such as wolves that live and hunt together. To cut or shave small pieces from a block of wood or soap with a knife. Uh, whittle. To cut or carve a design or words into a surface. Etch. All right, time's up. Uh, okay, let's go back. Let's go back. We got we to gotta check a couple of these. Very nicely done, by the way. Nicely done. Okay, let's see. First of all, uh, he said an ornament that hangs from a necklace. All right. Now, what I was actually looking for there was pendant. However, locket, I think, would absolutely have to be an acceptable answer. I'm definitely going to award one point for locket. Very nice. Uh, a group of students meeting at set times for study or instruction. You guys said class. He said class. That was the correct answer there. A huge animal with a long trunk. That was easy. He said elephant. A bird raised for its eggs or as food. Buddy, he said chicken, and he's four for four. Uh, a group of wild animals such as wolves that live and hunt together. I think I heard you. What did you say on this one? I've lost Captain Planets. He said, I thought you said pack, but I think you broke up a little bit. You said pack, said pack. and that is exactly what we were looking for. And that, by the way, is his five. Okay, very nice. Now... Very quick. Hold on. We're not done. Why does that button always happen? We're not done. JD7. This game is freaking hard. <laughs> That's all right. I know. It's actually fun. He did very well. He got uh, he got the five that he needed. However, uh, yeah, there was one or two more questions that I did ask. He said to cut or shave small pieces from a block of wood or soap with a knife. He said whittle, which was also a correct answer. And finally, to cut or carve a design or words into a surface. He said etch. 
The word I was actually looking for was engrave, but I think again, I think etch is an acceptable answer. Ladies and gentlemen, Captain Planets was seven for seven, which is by far, Captain Planets, a record on this show. Congratulations to you. Now, took a little long on chicken, though. So it, he did take a little long on chicken. I was a little bit worried about that one, but he he held I in. I said there. chicken twice. I see. We missed the first one. I thought maybe that had broken up. I missed it the first time. Uh, all right. Here's what we're gonna do, Captain Planets. You did very well. You definitely won the game. You get to choose three chests. The chests have been randomized. You have 20 chests in front of you. Please choose three chest numbers. I will read you their contents, and you have an opportunity to choose one of these three chests as your prize today what will it be sir uh four nine and sixteen four nine uh oh pen running out four nine and sixteen chest number four holy shnikes chest number four contains 500 g3 or g4 uncommon parts or materials chest number nine contains five black iss jelly blueprints and chest number 16 Gosh, these are actually not that bad. Chest number 16 contains 25 loyalty tokens, which, as you know, may or may not become much more valuable very, very soon. You've got your choice. 500 uncommon parts or materials. Five yeah, jelly blueprints. You want the materials. Ladies and gentlemen, he's got the materials. Congratulations. Yeah, those were three good chests. Very nicely done. Hey, Captain Planets, what's your ops level if you don't care? Just out of curiosity. 31. Holy cow. 500 materials at ops 31. Goodness great. That's that's a big one right there. Congratulations to you. Please, Captain Planets, be sure to private message me your player ID and your choice of what materials you want, okay? Because you get to choose G3 Crystal gas or ore okay you can choose so make sure you uh, break that out for me and let me know there yeah ops 31 give me crystal or give me death i'm with you blue mandalorian uh thank you guys also very very much for being here today ripper i would like to thank you for being our uh, very special vip guest thank you for being here and resurrecting ripper's corner and I'm happy to be back. You know? oh, we are so happy to have you, buddy. Thank you for being here. i uh, also like to thank uh, Hal9000, uh, former moderator from the official Discord and Talking Trek correspondent. Thank you for being here. Also, shout out to Big Country, uh, who wasn't able to get here today but did provide some player data for us. Also, Captain Bull, who weighed in on the second builder. Thank you for your insight into that. Guys, thank you for having an imagination kind of day. I'm sorry that I ended up bringing you down a little bit, but my full intent was to keep you full of hope and joy and happiness and glad tidings uh, as we head into the next arc. I do believe that this one is actually... I'm looking forward to it. Now listen, I, I you know, you guys know I get excited. I'm not saying that I'm over the flipping moon. All right, I'm not saying that I'm like super... I'm not saying that. What I am saying is I'm actually really looking forward to it. I think that this could be very very interesting could be if it's done right ripper don't you think if it's done right it could be it could be good yeah it's not bad not bad ladies and gentlemen it comes up it comes up in arc three and that is coming very very soon thank you so much ladies and gentlemen for hanging out with us here today please visit our website that's talking trek 
TalkingTrekSTFC.online. TalkingTrekSTFC.online, where you can find links to our merchandise store. Guys, there's all kinds of great stuff in there. And, and listen, shame on y'all. Y'all not buying enough merch. Get on in there. Get yourself a hoodie. It's still cold outside, all right? Get you some socks. Get you some sweatpants, all right? And sport the Talking Trek logo. Sport some of Snake Eyes' creative marketing and creative and funny and clever lines, all right? Y'all check out that merchandise store. Get you some Talking Trek swag today. Also, check out the Amazon link and our YouTube channel. Please go and subscribe to the YouTube channel if you've not done so already. Enjoy the video content there and enjoy the video content from the YouTube channel. Also, while you're at it, please consider maybe possibly joining our patron program. Yes, our patron program, there's a button there that says become a patron. And guys, this is where you could consider joining the show and supporting Talking Trek financially at a level of $5 or more a month to be a gold sponsor. And then you'll join like-minded sponsors or like-mindedness of players like you. Like, how about Gregor? Huh? Scott, Venkman and I, Beglin, Big Country, Doom, Hank, Chuck's the Grunt, Pops, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron, JB, Ahab, Energy, Fukumhorns, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jayberg, Morgul, DJ Gert, Red 2 and Honey, Just Skippy, Aceus, Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Tabby Moza, Regis, McRock, Lady Kess, Frank Gallo, Engineering, Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, NC and Jetski, Wingnut, J Filler, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Alfino, Rexnar, Striker, V-Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indie Dandy, Quack Foo, Mr. Fusion, Callus, Kingo 101, Silent Stabber, Commander Taylor, Damodarks, Blue Mandalorian, Moxavian, Infinite Key, Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Break, The Egger, Spock the Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Ben Roby, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Murph, Arian, Judge Kren, Karen, Cobra Bites, Not My Game Name, Sentinel, The Looter, Con Air, Iris Jack, Splatzu, Eden 7-Eleven, and Benway. Thank you guys so very much for joining Talking Trek's patron program. Talking Trek is recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I will see you this weekend. Love you, mean it. See you later. Bye-bye.